everyone's watching us. <laughs> it um uh this isn't actually the show yet. Here's the deal. We're working through tech issues and everyone's like complaining and talking and fussing and it seemed hilarious to me. So I thought rather than have dead air, we'll just have this. Being so. racist. <laughs> That's what we you do before what? the show. You know, I think what, what what really made me like that, as far as like asking them to get me water and stuff like that, was the preferential treatment I got at Dance On. Dude, how awesome is it to have like minions yeah. to be re- to be referred to as the talent uh, every time they drop me <laughs> off at the place? Yeah, it's pretty great. So and I'm a, you know me, I'm a humble dude. Like it's not like I'm not like making them pick raisins out of my raisin brand, but it was just like you know, kind of make me feel kind of important. It's kind of cool. So for those of you that don't know, Only Use Me Blade is in the next season of the Danton competition. I don't think they've released any footage from it yet, but um, yeah, he's he's going to be in it, that's for sure. And he's already done his dancing. I saw done his dancing. I saw his vlog. He said he killed it. And uh, dude, the experience there, like <laughs> the one that I always tell is the guy that was dedicated to cleaning the bottom of my shoes. Like, did, have you heard me talk about that? No, someone was dedicated it, to clean the bottom of your shoes. It sounds so, funny as hell. Dude, the um the for the first round, the competition was held in this old warehouse. So there's like a black reflective dance floor mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by you know like in I don't know, some place you'd have shipping crates and it had all this like gray white dust on it. So yeah. the instant you walked from the rest of the warehouse to the dance floor, it would leave, you know, footprints, like really clear Nike emblems and stuff on the dance floor. And if you ever watched the TV show Colony, it was held in the same building that the, like, survivors of Colony were held in. So anyway, uh, I would just sit down in a chair, and this guy would, like, scurry over with Formula 409 and a white rag and clean the bottom of my shoes so that he could prepare, you know, me, the talent, to do my dancing. In the After, after like... Uh... We had to dance twice or whatever, and in between the dances and before the dance and in between it, this lady would come up with, like, one paper napkin and try to dab me, like, get all the sweat off me. I'm like, you're going to need more than that. Like, that's... <laughs> 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 Good luck with that. Like, she would just kind of go, dab, dab, dab. Like, I'm like, no, you're really going to have to, like, sponge that up. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> just a little dab. Have you ever been makeup before that, like, the dance on? Okay, this is going to sound like I'm conceited, but, like, I sat in the makeup chair, they looked at me, and they're like, not much we could do, so I was like, perfection. So there was no real, oh, like, they said me. you. <laughs> Dude, screw you and F Kyle, because, it, it, I said F Kyle, that was it. But, um, I didn't say the other thing, the, the, the duck reference, but, um, <laughs> here's the deal. When I told Kyle about that, they told him the same thing. He, they sat him down in the chair, and they said, oh, beautiful. This is fantastic. So yep. um, they didn't do anything with him. They sat me down in the chair, and they're like, all right. And they break out, like, the tools. They had this, like, giant chest, like a pirate's bounty filled with makeup, and they used it all on me. They had a machine with an airbrush. It was like, like just blowing dusts of perfume and, and makeup all over my face. They went to town on me, so I guess, you know, they saw lots of room for improvement when they did my makeup. Yeah, they just sat me down, looked at me, and they're like, mm, you're good, and then had me get up, so... Not me, not me. They sat me down and they, they're like, "We got work to do, bitch." And <laughs> it took some time too. Like it, but it was neat to get makeup done. Like I had never had 
you know, makeup done before, and now I have. They just, uh, they just treated me like I was like some kind of, uh, like I was the talent. It was kind of, it was kind of cool. I mean, obviously, I'm not letting it go to my head, but it was just, it was kind of neat. Like just the little things. Like I'd get up to go grab a water, and they'd be like, "No, no, don't worry, don't worry. What, what, what can I get you?" And they'll go and get it for me. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, so in the second round. I had, like, a stomachache, right? And, um, you know, I should be more mature, but, like, the way that I'm kind of wired, like, I just say stomachache, right? I don't yeah. describe whether there's too much fluid or not enough fluid or whatever's going on down there. It's just like, look, I feel bad. And uh, they're like, all right, that's enough. And they send this, like, team of people to go to the drugstore, and they come back with, like, a solution to every stomach ailment. They're like, here's some red stuff, here's some pink stuff, here's some pills, here's some this, you know, it, it, here's some diet advice, here's, it, like, whatever you need. I am, like, the product the, of this dance-on thing, and therefore, you know, like, like, there's a team of people ready to, like, buff and shine and try and work on the product and... Yeah, I, I, before I went out there, I quit smoking, and so one of the side effects when you quit smoking is that your throat gets extremely sore, and um, so while I was out there, the one, like, I think it was, like, even, like, the producer of the show was, like, can I get you anything? Like, I'm about to go to the store, can I get you anything? I'm, like, if I can get some throat lozenges, that'd be amazing, and, like, within, like, five minutes, he was back with, like, a whole bag of throat lozenges, like, here you go, like, I hope you're okay, and they're just really considerate of what, you know, what kind of goes on with the people that are on the show. So, Jordy, are you, can you hear me? I'm not even seeing him in the chat. I see him. He's moving. He's wings. He, wings, can you hear me? So this wasn't intended to be the show. I just didn't want dead air. You know, we were like 20 minutes late. So, Lefty, you see him, right? He's concentrating. Yes, he does He does not look happy. No. At all. Oh, he's gone. shucks. This um, isn't a DDoS. This isn't a DOS thing. This is just, uh, I think... I'm, I don't know. What, could it be video something? Plugins for a video on his browser? I'm calling him. I like that. I like that look. It's a big ass phone. <laughs> it's the or maybe book. it's a small head. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's just an iPhone. Hey man, can I help you? <laughs> yes, can I help you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's your problem, bro? Yeah. So. So like you wings jump in the chat session store. and you do nothing, and then <laughs> Sir, it kicks you me. out. Sir, if you if you're not going to buy anything, you're going to have to go. Sorry. You have to go. We don't serve wings around here, okay? <sighs> um. So what is the so Keen turned me on to a Slurpee? You know, I'm open to new ideas. Like um. It's like this, um, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's a straw that's food. It's like a food straw, but it's... <laughs> Go back to what you said? Hey, Keem. Yeah. What is, what is this? How do I explain the straw? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, do you think... Let's uninstall Chrome. It installs in like 10 seconds or something. Let's give that a go. It's like a Sour Patch Kid licorice straw. I know you are. I just picked Chrome because it's so fast. Like, if we were to uninstall it and we could reinstall it, it'd take two minutes. And then next time you go to Google Hangouts, um, so happy. it'll be How you a, a fresh install. I'm doing good. How are, how are you? Good. We're just uh, doing PKA customer service right now. Thank you for calling PKA. How can I help you? <laughs> well, here's the thing. 
I had a YouTube channel for a while. I've made 7,000 videos, and I have a collective 630 views. What am I doing wrong? Giveaways. Okay. Giveaways. It's <laughs> the best advice I can give any prospective see, YouTuber. Um, now, see, the problem is, is, like, I do breakdown trailers, but of games that came out from, like, the 80s. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What am I doing wrong? Well, as much as I like Battletoads, and, and Lord knows I'm a huge Battletoads fan, I don't think you're you're exactly hitting the market when it's at its peak in in breaking down Battletoads. So you might wanna might wanna move up to um <laughs> to to something a little bit newer. Hmm. What about unbagging videos? When I buy stuff and unbag them. Don't oh. change a thing. The unbagging videos are brilliant. Okay. <laughs> More unbagging videos. Anything anything you buy. It doesn't even have to be electronic. If you go to the store and buy something, just bring it back and be like, here it is. I'm Un- going to unbag a Wendy's cheeseburger. Boom. Million views. Boom. <laughs> I'm going to, like, it'd be funny if, like, a, re- a loser person's like, fan mail Monday or some shit like that, and they and they have no fan mail. They're like, nothing. That's just the video. <laughs> just going, where's it at? They do their intro, and then it cuts yeah. to them, and they're just like, hmm. Yeah, no one likes me. Blade, can you point your camera down a little bit? Yeah, you, I'm sorry. You're kind of hiding behind your bottom third there. Preferably at your crotch. Oh, this is better than I expected. <laughs> is that better? Do you want me to sit up or? One sec, I have an idea. Did it move? Oh, now that is an uh, an Academy Award worthy shot. Is that? But no, no. <laughs> How does this stay on the computer? Clip it to the back. You clip it like... Yeah, like, get a better shot, though. How is it possible that someone can be so incompetent at pointing things? That's the real issue. That's actually not that bad. There. Oh, hey. Hey, there. Wait, it, that's good, I guess. That's a decent shot. It's got to be wide enough at a wide enough angle to get Keemstar too. Yeah, I do like the keys back there in the back. You want, you I think want he's watching the, the show. I Just like it, dude. <laughs> he's a he's an ideal backdrop for the show. There you it's, go. There he is back there. He's got the Keemstar glasses on, drinking some. Sort he just of made. I'll, I'll make the Jaeger bombs from now because that was atrociously not good. Why? I don't know. I just was it too much. It was no. It's too much Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening over there, Jordy? Well, here's the thing. So like. Um, as you guys may know, like I've uh, tried to lead a healthier lifestyle. I'm not smoking, um, but Keem's here, and we got some kind of big news we'll talk about. But uh, um, we're gonna do some drinking tonight. So drinking once in a while is okay. It's not not gonna. Kill I, you, you know what? I, I I have a feeling that's gonna be awesome just because I'm not doing it like every other day. You know what I mean? So I just I, I feel guys. I do feel fucking ten times healthier than probably the last time I was on the podcast. How is it different? Like you, you say, you feel healthier. Like do you just skip more? Like, well, no, um, like the uh, like I have more energy, and the the quitting smoking was huge, huge. Like I can like uh, when I breathe, I don't feel like, like. What's the symptom? I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I really do care. No, I know. I know you care. Did I, you go I, through I, withdrawals, Blaine? Um. Well, luckily for me, like I quit right before I went out to L.A. for the dance on thing, and L.A. is like a real healthy place, and I didn't have any. 
I, I wasn't around people that smoked and there were times where I'm like, fuck, I want a cigarette like right now. But it, like, I just knew that if I were to have one, I know it'd be disgusting. So, but no, it's nothing like that. No, actually about a week into it, uh, I had a kind of a crazy situation where I basically had to stand outside my hotel for like two hours and I was just not in a good mood and I saw a dude coming by and I was like, dude, I have a cigarette and I, hit it like one time and I was like, this is disgusting and just threw it out. So I think I got over that hump, but I didn't have any headaches or, or, or I wasn't pissed off or anything. I was more exhausted from doing the dancing stuff. So, <laughs> so did you say work you did my two dances? Off. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think this is against. So we did the dance and what they do is they have you do the dance and then like, they wait like a minute and a half and then they have you do the dance again in front of the, in the judges. The judges judge the first one, but they do the second one so that they can get really good angles on the footwork. That's so it's, I don't mean, it's, it's more so just so they can get footage of the footwork. So we did it. We did the dance five times in a and, row. Uh huh. Oh and, my god. Uh, and then they would just have like the cameras focus on you in different spots, and then the thought was they would cut it up. Why don't they have five cameras? How about we hit one home run have five cameras? Can we do that? Dude, I like five <laughs> tries. Like, you know, because, you know, in the first, in the, the first round, yeah. I hit every part of the routine every time. Like, you could have taken any of those cuts, the judges, etc. There were no judges for me. It would have been yeah. great. In the second round... I didn't hit it every time, and I was hoping they would splice together like my best parts. But yeah. um, like, I don't mean to, to tear them down. But like at the end of it, they were like, "Dude, you killed it! You crushed it! This is fantastic!" And I'm like, "All right, cool. You know, they have everything they need." And then it didn't quite work out. Like, like I didn't feel like they cut together my best Your moments. Best performance, yeah. Yeah, they, they could have made it worse. Like they didn't splice together my worst moments. I, I, if I already go to the second round and if I were to go to the third round, I think by then I will be in a better, like, physical place than I am, I was and I am now. And it would be, a di- like, my stamina just wasn't there. And plus my routine was hyper, like, athletic and crazy. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't some, like, slow serenade thing. It was, like, hyper intense, you know, two minutes of extreme, like, extreme workout during it. So then when they said go again, I was like, are you serious? But I think <laughs> later on I'll, I'll be better physical stamina shape to do it. So I just want to point out how awesome Woody looks right now with the phone like plastered against his face via the headset. And when he takes his hand away, the phone stays there and he looks kind of badass. <laughs> He's a, the, the modern technical man. I would you would you sell your cast, Woody? Once once this is all over with, would you sell oh, it, dude? I could talk about. It. I've got so many things to talk about. Do uh, wait, Wings is here. No, I'm not here. I see you. How do you and say I, you're not and here? And I hear you. And I hear you. Oh, I hear Wings. He left. So oh. for people that don't know, this isn't PKA. It seems like it, but it's not. Um, it was just dead air. We were running so late that I decided to click it on. So you guys had... I thought you'd watch us troubleshoot it because it seemed more entertaining than waiting for us to start. Uh, what we're doing is we're waiting for Wings to come. And Wings is trying IE, Firefox, and Chrome, and everything he tries just isn't working out right. You can see every so often he joins us. I think he's about to. And then he leaves us, and it sucks. So... um yeah, you just watched us troubleshoot. Someone said, why is Woody on the phone? And I think that maybe that guy thought I wasn't giving attention to the show. Like, I was just, I don't know, chatting up Jackie or something. But uh, Like, like you'd be like, no, nah, nothing. No, just pink already. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll take a uh, sausage and a mushroom. Thanks. No. Um, 
No, I'm on the phone with Wings because, as you can see, Wings kind of comes and goes from the like from the hangout. You can't help. All right, him so that. like, so I'm trying to help him work out. What the issues the are. Just go like four seconds, four 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 to twelve seconds. That's crazy. And then. What's how's that crazy? You have to get it. Like you don't, you don't just like lightly squeeze an orange to get orange juice. <laughs> you, you bought like a tiny bar, bro. We're not gonna be gone. Uh, get who? Like some schoolgirls? So you uninstalled and reinstalled Chrome and it didn't fix it? No. Yeah, it's a good start for the night, no? I, I... Possibly settings on uh, on Google Hangouts. There's that little sprocket up in the top right corner. This... Okay. Um... Thank you, Keemstar. Ready? All right, there we go. All right, you have a fresh invite. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, uh, Lefty said possibly settings. Like when you have a little sprocket. That's way too much Red Bull, bro. Could you try <laughs> oh, not using your way camera too much just Red in Bull. case that's the it's issue? That's like all Jaeger. My body can't handle all that Red Bull. It's Jaeger, bro. It's not Jaeger, though. I don't know what Jaeger tastes like. Jaeger is like an oil thickness. Can you just give you the bottle? No. Oh. Just make a proper Jaeger bomb. Dude, try it again. Jaeger's got a little minty aftertaste to it as well. Jaeger's got a little minty aftertaste. So, Lefty. Yes. I am confused as to what your brand is supposed to be. Like, your, your YouTube channel is one thing. Your thing. There's a guy in the chat that said, who's the guy in the blue? And I'd like to kick off PKA with, like, introductions as to who our <laughs> staff is here. Yeah. And I felt like we didn't really kick off PKA today. Anyway, let's do a round of intro. Well, I am Lefty. Uh, you can – I go by Lefty, Lefty643. I just I just choose Lefty. I wanted to make my channel just YouTube.com slash Lefty, but I'm sure that was taken pretty much in the first days of YouTube. So I had to pick something else and, and go buy something else, you know, gamertag, stuff like that. So Lefty643 is how a lot of people know me, but I'm just Lefty. It's just me. Hello. And, yes, I actually am left-handed. No, a lot of people want to know that. Actually am left-handed. I was born left-handed. <laughs> and it changed? or. Yeah. My okay. daycare teachers put the crayons in my right hand. That happens. Heard stories like that. So, Wings, I should give you your level of exposure. Your uh, extreme frustration and profanity I thought was worthy of the podcast, so I put your, like, people can hear you. But <laughs> he's like, fuck you, piece of machinery. Then it's stellar. Oh, I didn't turn this off. Maybe because I haven't drank in a while. Maybe that's what it is. That's possible. Dude, that is strong, bro. Wait, what did you say? I said maybe it's because I haven't drank in a long-ass time. That's what it is. I think he's talking to Wings. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's just talking to each other, not knowing who's going to say what and to whom. <laughs> All right. So, um, IE used to work. What is the symptom that you're getting from it today? Use Netscape. <laughs> Do they still even make that? I have no idea. Oh, that was that was my porn jam back in the day. <laughs> Netscape used to roll on some. Never mind. 
you remember when you guys you said download the picture and you would like click it and open? then leave and come back? It's like scrolling down. It's like <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Like if you were to show like if you were time travel and like go back to like '96 and show them what we're doing now as far as like video conferencing over YouTube and all this like crazy stuff, and people be like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So like, yeah, the internet is going to be such that we can stream high definition video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, high definition. People. High definition wasn't even. I think we kind of overshot because what's at, what's going to be after high def? Well, there's there's more 4K. kinds of high def. Yeah, 4K. More def. More def. <laughs> even more def. Like, For me, you're not in at all. All the pixels. You will see all of them. More pixels than are actually there. Brought to you by Sony. Sorry. HDIs. Mm-hmm. I still think they need to make the II, which is the your contact lens that you put in your eye that you can like control with blinks and looks. So it's like a little heads-up display. Oh, what was that movie with Total Owen Recall? Wilson? No, no, no. The one with Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy. Or was it Luke Wilson? Which one's the blonde one that looks like he has the broken nose? That's Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy. That uh, I Spy. Yes. Right, didn't they have that little gimmick? He had like a camera and a contact lens. All right, so on my screen you're working. I'm in right now, but the middle part's not working at all. We don't touch anything. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's working. I'm here, but the fact is I don't have the whole interface. Like I have no toolbars, nothing. Oh, man. What the fuck could that be? Can you hear any of us? I can hear you. Okay. Can you guys hear me fine? You sound great. Yeah, you sound fine to us. Or at least to me and Woody. Like, why Why isn't my tool shit working now? Okay. I'm not even going to stream PK tonight. I'm just going to go with this. Well, can you can you stream like video? Can you just show? Uh, there's nothing to show. I, I can't see nobody's camera. I have a plan. We'll go like this, and then after it posts, just keep it, put it on your channel too. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. All right, there we go. I'm win. I'm gonna hang up the phone. All right. I'm sorry, Wings. It's nothing to be sorry about. It's that Google is a pile of dog shit. What it is, there's a steam pile dog shit that's been sitting in a room that's been closed up for about a year. <laughs> and the dog shit never goes stale and hardens up. It just stays there. It's forever steaming. It's humid. It's really humid. Wait, wait. I area. can confirm. Dog shit does go stale and harden up. And well, then my no, dogs, see, this is, this is, my this dogs is, used to pick it up Mormon off the grass. Shit. My dogs would pick it up off the grass and run around with it, hanging out their mouths like a cigar. I understand that shit goes stale and it, it turns into like a rock or like a, like a piece of bread that sat out too long. But the fact is, this shit is supernatural. This shit is like Jesus or Mormons and stuff. You know, it's just you're, there. You're making it sound as if dog shit at one point was this glorious thing, and then it just. <laughs> I mean, it's so glorious. Somebody took their finger in it. What do you mean it went stale? Like at one point, oh, this is this this the, the dog shit's gone bad. It's gone bad, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm back in the old days. Dog shit was great. Yeah. Nowadays, dog shit's just not what it used to be. I'm a I'm a dog shit hipster. This new <laughs> dog shit has just gone bad. All right, you know, if you guys could allow I, me to I interrupt. I got a question for Blade. Like they never wait, even returned wait. my email about that dance contest. What? Wait, 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 wait. Let me jump in right now. Hey guys, 
Welcome to Painkiller 105. We have now begun. You've seen the, uh, the the tech issue stuff getting worked out. Our get our guests are Lefty, only use me Blade. Uh, Kyle can't make it tonight. I think I didn't even get him. I, like he didn't get him on his phone. I think he's in the process of flying to Seattle for PAX, and that's why like both him and Kitty are not around. So uh, we have Lefty, we have Blade, you have Wings, and you have me, Painkiller Ready 105. We had originally thought we would get Arya Aspen. She was the um, ex-porn star from a couple weeks ago, but uh, we didn't get in touch with her like we expected to, and uh, here's the show. Now we're here. Uh, so crazy. I got to remember that. I'm I got to attack my Mormons. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Wings is telling me. Dude, tell the story again. You said worse than pizza? No! Oh, no! Oh, Blade's down. I thought, I just assumed it was Wings that disappeared. Oh. Well, Mormons came to my house. There was like, there was a gang of them. Well, I don't know what you call a gang of Mormons. A posse? A murder of Mormons? I don't know. Gaggle. It's a gaggle. gaggle. Is it a herd? Gaggle of Mormons. Gaggle of Mormons. (laughs) They were all wearing like these nice press dress shirts with ties and all. You know, looking like guys that don't have, they have like that that marriage chastity thing going on, because they're not really smoking reefer or driving like little four cylinder cars. They're handing out this shit. It ter- appears it turns out somebody put my name in a flyer of some sort that said I needed Jesus, and they came to my house to help give me Jesus. You do need Jesus, wings, you heathen. I don't know if you can see this guy really well, but they're like, there's a dude like right there in the blue, there in the blue. Uh-huh. He is down as fuck to worship him from Jesus. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 I try not to be a rude person in real life. And, like, I, I, they hand me this. So I'm I'm, see, I'm looking at this. This is what they hand me on the card. I'm like, oh. And I flip it around back, and it goes, the Book of Mormon. And I go, you guys are Mormons? <laughs> I, like, dum, laugh dum, at dum, their dum. <laughs> Like, it, Mormon, Mormon is like the super Christian. For those of you who don't know, Mormons were like, um, they're not allowed to have sex. They have, they have to take a vow of chastity. They're not allowed to partake about any kind of, you know, swine or alcohol or, you know, cigarettes, tobacco, none of that. And, like, they believe Jesus came from Wisconsin. I and all I know, all I really know about Mormons is what I've seen from that commercial on YouTube. What um, I know about Mormons is what I learned from South Park. <laughs> South Park is pretty much dead on with it. <laughs> but they are tremendously nice like that one they, guy that's like I'm a sculptor nice. and I'm a Mormon but you, you know you you hit him off a little piece of pussy I'm sure that niceness go right out the door they'll be ready to smoke a cigar and like shotgun a glass of beer I hope Blade comes back I do too especially just because I want to see I want to see the, the Jagerbomb issue resolved I want to see finally Keemstar poor Blade, a Jaeger bomb that he approves of, where he takes a sip and he's like, "Good job." Yeah, I think I the trick is to fill a glass with Jaeger and talk about Red Bull, and that's the combo that he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "That shit's too weak." And everyone else is like, "Oh my god, that's not weak at all." I don't. Know, I can't do Jaeger anymore. I'm too old. I, I can't do anything anymore. I mean, I do not enjoy the taste of fucking like dog piss in my glass. <laughs> What does Jaeger is Jaeger the one that tastes like licorice? It's been forever. Uh, well, there's a few different things you can do. Like uh, Rumple Mints, you can take Rumple Mints shots with like Hershey's, like Hershey's chocolate syrup, and that tastes it's it's like you're not. I don't. I 
don't drink unless you're of legal age in your country or state of residence. And if you do, drink responsibly. Now that I've said that, I'm going to talk about how to drink yourself stupid. Uh, Rumpelmintz does that. Jaeger is, it's got like a, it does have a licorice aftertaste, which is why Red Bull, uh, Red Bull Jaegers are so good. Jaeger bombs are just so, because the, the tastes of the two just mix so, so nicely. What level of, like, alcoholism are you on? Like, what prestige? <laughs> oh, me? No, I, I, I don't know. There's, there's any number of definitions for alcoholism and being an alcoholic, and I'm sure. There you, go. you know, one of those terms is pissed drunk. You know, sloppy drunk, bum. You know, these are references. What are you talking about? Are talking you... To... Talking about your Jaeger bombs. We're talking about that Jaeger bomb's going to put you on your ass and just like, go ahead and put the fatality on you. This one's going to be all fucking Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. We were just saying it. I said, I hope that he comes back. And Lefty said, yes, I really want to see the resolution. We want to see if Keemstar ever makes a Jaeger bomb that Blade approves of. Probably never. No. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, bit of water in that motherfucker just drop the rest in Jaeger. <laughs> Did you put any Red Bull in there? Yeah, I put Red Bull in there. All right. All right let's That's... See it. I want to see, see it. it. Yeah, hold it to the camera again. How to freeze? <laughs> Does Blade's camera get blurry for anybody else? Yeah, it's a little blurry. I'm not seeing any bubbles in that. There's no Red Bull in that. I mean, there There's no, no Red Bull in here. There is Red Bull. <laughs> But trying to fucking kill me here? I just, I just want to see what happens. <laughs> oh, oh man! Now what? Like a champ. It did, I don't really taste the Red Bull this time. That's good. That's good though. That's good. <laughs> you know, I could, I, I feel like Blade just leveled up somehow, like an alcoholism. <laughs> Well, no, I've been good though. Like I think, I think part of it is just me not drinking lately. Like this is the first time I drank in probably like a week. So and the half fact or so. is that you don't drink makes you means you can drink more. Like that's how you build your tolerance up. I sure. I don't know. Like um, I don't think I don't think that's how it works. Different. You know what though? Because there's some nights where I go out and just have a couple shots and I feel just completely annihilated. And then there's other nights when I go out and I have tons of shots and I'm like I feel fine. So it's I don't know. I think it has to do with what you ate before. The Water weather retention blade. You're a big dude. Sometimes it's hard to rehydrate you. Yeah, I mean, I I drink a lot of water, like as is though. Like I drink a ton of water. I'm just saying, you're a big dude. You probably hold water better. Some nights you have more water than others, so it yeah. takes harder to dehydrate you. What that pro- water pro- holder are you? Uh, oh, I'm I'm Gold Cross. You're Gold I, Cross I'm, water holder. I'm the water holder. Yes, I'm Gold Cross. No hacks. Like, do you have like the Microsoft Light camera or something? No, I uh, I literally just bought this camera. It's called a, a Logitech. One second, guys. I'm just saying, like you're moving back and forth in your chair, and then like it's focusing and going out of focus. I think it's got like an autofocus feature on it. Uh, it's called the Logitech Six One Five. It's full 1080p, 8MP, whatever. I don't know. It's supposed to be a good camera. You remember what web cameras used to look like? They used to stink. They used to be fucking horrible, garbage-like trash. They used to stink. Well, not literally stink, but they used to be lousy. Woody, where'd you get that fucking boom mic at? The are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about the stand. Stole the stand. I need that. You, the, I mean, they're available for anybody. Like you don't have to be. Like I went, I went to like five music shops today, and all of them were like, "Oh, we have nothing for mic that big." 
Yeah, actually, I, I find the same problem. I go to music shops. I want a boom mic that's, like, portable, you know, like one you might set up. Like, let's say, for example, I wanted a mic held just out of frame above my head. So that's I what talk. I wanted. I wanted, like, a, a, a mic stand with a boom arm. <clears throat> yeah, that's not what I have. This one clips to your desk. Yeah, that's like a that's I'm like a actually thinking arm, about drilling a hole it? in the ceiling and have the mic hanging above where I sit. That's a thought. Yeah, there's there's two kinds of boom mics. This must be interesting for people watching the show. But um, one is like a desk sort of always Whoa, there thing. Slow down, slow down. I'm getting too excited here. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine, like, if you're a radio DJ, you might want what I'm using right now. The thing's always here, and it's kind of like one of those telescoping lamps, you know, with the. Uh, you can see the joints that it has. And then there's the other kind that, you know, musicians would have, where they kind of set up and point over the drum set or something like that so they can well, see. Here's my dilemma. This is my condenser mic, right? This is what most condenser mics look like. <laughs> this will not fit in this shock mount. Hmm. I bet I those are they, dynamic mics. Uh, no, the the one that Wings is holding in his left hand is a condenser microphone, but the one the other one is a dynamic. I think that's a USB. I don't think they make shock mounts for that one. That's the Blue Yeti, isn't it? Yeah, the Blue Yeti is a, yeah. is, a is a condenser mic as well, though. Oh wait, that's the Blue Yeti? No, this is the uh, this is the CAD uh, one ten. Okay. This is this is on the same level as the Yeti, but this is like what musicians use, and this is like what YouTube stars use. No, I'm a YouTube star. This is what I use. Yeah, those are Tritons. Those are good as shit. I wish I had Tritons still. My Tritons, the fucking microphone thing broke. The jack insert. It just broke while it was sitting there. No, um, after like this, this piece right here, there's like a rubber piece on the headset that you like insert it and twist. <laughs> And like it that? came off after putting the mic in one day. So I like to take the mic out. Look at look at Blade shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, let me just interrupt to talk about tech for a second here. How cool is it that now we have like cameras on everyone? And even though Blade wasn't talking, I zapped to him, put him in the forefront, so you could see what he was doing. Oh, uh, you're like a you're like a director, a middle, little mini director I, calling I, out I'm shots. A little middle director, right? Camera yeah. one, camera one, right now. So normally I just have it set to whoever. Of course, gamer tag. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like right there. Do you see how it switched? Whoever talks, it goes to the forefront. But if I want to control it and say, "Boom," we're all looking at wings. I can look at wings. That's how we do it here, baby. See, and I one remember thing, <laughs> one thing I learned about these these condenser mics. They go with phantom power, which sucks ball sack. I just want to say that. Well. When you draw phantom power, because I know what you're talking about, it's 48 what volts. What the fuck you... is phantom power? Well, phantom power is this shit right here. Why did I ask? Um... <laughs> you got you to gotta have an amplifier to run this mic, and it, it, it like it wants in? to run it in one fucking channel. It's either left ear or right ear, left audio or right audio, and it fucking sucks dick. It does, actually. I don't know how many live stream podcasts I've done out of one speaker, and everybody gets so mad. But and, and it's not. I don't know how to fix it either. Like I don't think you can. Just one channel. Well, the way you fix it is you gotta have like I was talking to the guy at Andy Owens today. He's like, you gotta have two of the same mic. You gotta put them in both ports, one left, one right. That's how you identify a guy that works on commission. <laughs> yeah. Like oh I can oh, sell what's you your, the mono, what is your problem? Yeah. What is your problem? Oh, two microphones will fix that. Yeah. You know, you might want a third for backup. Don't worry about it. Just I have two mics, baby. For your bathroom, I represent 7.1. Yeah, I, I probably got two or three grand of microphones sitting around me. 
Why? Because different things. Like I got these Astros. He's got microphones. I got the Tritons. I got the Turtle Beaches. I got another set of Turtle Beaches. I got my Yeti. I've got my. I got two condenser mics sitting right here beside me. This kind of mic right here. This little like it, it goes around the back of your neck and sits in front like this. You look like a telemarketer. I know. Like this guy. This is what my wife wears during Wife Wednesday. So she wears this thing, and I use this boom mic, and we talk together, and we have two mics for uh, dual comps. That's cool. I mean, I can't, I can't wait till I'm going to be a grandfather. I'm going to tell about this legendary episode where we talked about mics the whole time. Hey, some people are interested in this stuff. One of the main questions <laughs> I always gets: what goes into making a YouTube channel? <laughs> tons and tons of fucking money with microphones. <laughs> Dude, I spent a bunch of microphones too, man. I, I, I just, I don't even want to. Dude, look here. You, you could buy a used car for what I have spent in microphones. Oh, Woody, that sure that sure mic that you've got there, I think, is around three fifty. Yeah, closer to four, I think. Okay, yeah, the sh the sure is really good. It's right up there with the Electro Voice RE twenty. This one I have is about two hundred and thirty, two fifty, somewhere around. Is that there. Phantom Power? No, this is dynamic. This one I have is dynamic. The yeah. It, generally, this must be so boring. I know Blades on the edge. Blades like texting girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there's gotta be something better. There's gotta be something. All right, all right. I'm gonna wrap this up. Money whore. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up so we can move to a new topic. But um, generally, condenser is better than dynamic. Mine is a real high-end dynamic, and I love it. It does everything I ask it to do, which is basically make me sound sexy and don't pick up noises from all over the house. Like if I touch the desk lightly or something, I don't want that getting picked up. And that's what it does. The mic was 400. The interface that it plugs into was also like 400 or something, maybe a little more. And I bought the wrong interface first, so that was 200. Oh, yeah. And, and, this piece but, of shit right here was 200, and I've used it never. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate all the amazing like enhancements. Like, okay, so when I was a kid... My stepdad bought like some ridiculous, insane oven, right? And I remember like the pizza said put it at 350. He would put it in at 300, and I'm like, why were why would you do that? He's like, oh, this oven is so amazing, so so powerful that you need to kind of tone it down, like it's overclocked or something. <laughs> in 350, 350, the, regardless of what that, the that's said. that's what that's what I said. I was like, if it's such an amazing oven, then wouldn't it be precisely 350? Like, wouldn't you be surgical with it? He's like, no, no, it's just, it's so powerful and so great that we got to clock it down. And then, obviously, the pizza comes out undercooked and cold. And I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's Tim the Tool Man Taylor, like, oh, like overclocking an oven, like, oh, yeah. Your dad you know. seems like the kind of guy that would take a, take a you know, a 1500 truck and try to pull a camper with it. Yeah, everyone knows know that's that more of a I'm sure, Tacoma thing. I'm sure that's a real knee slapper in Wings' neck of the woods. <laughs> He's getting... You're getting standing ovations. Right. That's, I, I didn't understand what the hell that meant. That's a side splitter. You've never, seen, like, those, you never <laughs> seen those assholes that like, drive cool in the big fucking fifth wheel camper where they're like Silverado and the shit's going like... Vroom, 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 in Conway, vroom. South Carolina, they're like, is that a fucking 916th inch hitch he's pulling that with? And they all laugh. <laughs> well, I see one today. It's, most, those of you who don't do trailering, when you're pulling something that big with that kind of weight ratio... Like a semi passing you can flip your fucking truck. It just, oh, yeah. just starts tail spinning like this. Oh yeah, it's a big deal pulling heavy loads, isn't it? I mean, I'm not even a truck guy. Oh, it's but it's I, a huge deal. Cops really big... crank down on you. All right, all right. So everyone, you know, without making a move or making any changes, do you think Blade started drinking too early in the show? He's a little chill. 
Blade's always chill, though. Always well, I think I think the mic talk kind of soured him. I think he just that kind of threw cold him. water. Yeah, I went I went real like attention <laughs> flaccid. You sound a little far off. Okay, let me turn this. I'm trying to find like a good game setting so I can actually like do live comms. Well, How about now, better. Wigs, I can work on. I can work on it with you off air. Uh, but but just as a general rule of thumb, you want to turn down gain. Gain picks up more ambient noise than lower gain levels. That's just a good rule of thumb. Here we go again, Blade. What do you think? I'm sorry, Blade. Blade, I'm sorry. Don't hit me. I I was just trying to help. That's it. That's all I was trying to do. Yes, that does. You sound a little bit closer to the microphone. I could talk about mics forever. But... All right, hey hey hey, you want to talk about? I want to talk about the new Black Ops 2 care package thingamajig. What do you guys think? I haven't followed Black Ops 2. <laughs> is, that come, the, is that the the special edition? It comes in a care package, like a little shipping crate type thing. Okay. Wow, no one has seen this thing except I, me. I, I saw like I I'm saw 30 seconds of the video and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Call of Duty it right now as it stands. So if I follow Black Ops 2, I'm really not going to like it when it comes out. But it's got the quad rotor, doesn't it? Which is kind of cool. It's got a remote-controlled quad rotor in it. It comes with the quad rotor. It, so here's the thing that's new. Here's the thing that, as it is now, the only way to get, I think it's zombie, is to buy the Prestige or Hardened Edition. That's it. So The only way to get what? So it all right, it's tricky. So allow me to slow down. There are two Nuketown things coming in the next one. One is Nuketown, the multiplayer map, and I think you get that for pre-ordering. So a lot of people will have that. Mm-hmm. One is Nuketown, the zombie map, and for that you have to buy the Prestige or the I think it's called the Hardened Edition. You know, some more than sixty bucks. All right, to go get... David tweet it right now. What tweet him right now? Yeah, oh, you saying F on <laughs> He's the I new mean, JD twenty twenty. Look at look at this show. Look at this bullshit. All right, hard edition is what a hundred dollars, something like that. It, it it seems like a fair guess. I know the prestige is one eighty five. All right, well let's say the hard's a hundred bucks. All right, you got one hundred bucks. You got to you got to re up elite for sixty bucks, or you lose all your Modern Warfare three shit. And you got to buy the game. Well, the game's worth a hundred bucks. <laughs> but that right there is like a hundred sixty bucks for the hard, and like two fifty for like. Without the heart, with the prestige. So, um, on the elite thing that you just mentioned is adding to the cost. I, I predict elite is included in the prestige edition and the hardened one. They haven't said it yet, and I think they haven't said that Black Ops Two works with elite at all. They're kind of re- that's a revealed detail that they haven't let out yet. Oh, they're saying hardened is eighty bucks. I want to change my prediction. I no longer think Elite is included in that 80 bucks, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Do we pretty. have any? Do we have any numbers on Elite? Was that like a really good move? By the, does that keep in the the board happy? And I'm still waiting Activision for my, uh, my Elite paycheck. <laughs> Your Elite paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them a really good air. I tweeted at them yesterday. I'm like, you want to sell more Elites? What you got to do is you got to put Pro Perks in Black Ops Two. But the only people that have access to the pro perks are the people that have elite. Oh my gosh! If you include a pay-to-win system like that, dude, everybody would do it. Like, how many motherfuckers would not bought a headset as soon as they realized people on Call of Duty were beasting because they had headsets? 
people will hate you for that. Pay to win is a bad thing in gaming. We got a headset. Look at Astro. Everybody loves Astro. This is pay to win. But here's the thing, though. It may not be overtly in, involved in the package, but I can guarantee you somewhere in an Activision boardroom, somebody posited that idea. They're like, what if pay to win. Stuff we did extra this, that, or the other thing? And they've, they've thought about it for sure. There's like this company right here is based off pay to win. See, I disagree a little bit. I, I find that the controller and the headset, for me anyway, both of them was like pay for an opportunity to develop a new skill. You know, right, like but it, you're also paying for an opportunity to have more skills. Yeah, that's true. But with yeah. um, like a perk, for example, Deep Impact, it's pay to make your bullets work better. Exactly. That's what it is. Like, what is headset? It's pay to make you be able to sound more better. You can sound horror with regular TV speakers, but you can't do it that well. Not if there's a crappy in-game sound engine. Don't forget that, Wings. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's pay to win. That's all it is. Like, It's not like you can't be the guy with a pro perk versus your regular perk. But see, he paid a little bit more money. He has a little bit more advantage. All I have to say is I'm so bad at the game that I don't think any amount of pay to win system is going to help hey, me I'm do much saying, of anything. Activision, if you want to put this in the idea, my price is $250,000 for the idea. <laughs> That's your consulting fee. Yeah, that, that's the idea, Fee. You'll, you'll make your money back three times full because motherfuckers will pay to win. I don't give a fuck. Look at Blacklight Retribution. That whole game's based off pay to win. I've heard that. I um, I haven't played it, so I can't pass judgment it's, on it's it. But every game, time I watch it, everyone is like, you, you buy better guns, you buy better, like, you buy better guns, literally. Like, I, I watched Hush play it on live stream, and, like, he had, like, 100 zen. And that's, like, that's like $100 he spent on the game. He just dropped it. Wow. I hear you. I know for my um, iPhone, the most expensive I ever got, most expensive iPhone app I ever bought was a free game. And then, you know, you can pay to, like, save yourself some time. And I spent 30 bucks on it before I decided I hated the game. You went and bought a regular game. <laughs> I could have bought, like, an Xbox game or something for 30 bucks, But, man, I just, I don't know. I, I was stupid. I don't know. I'm just saying, you don't think that would be a good idea? No, I or, think it would how be about, a bad How about idea. this? Let's restructure it. Let's restructure it, okay? <clears throat> when you buy the, if you pay the extra money for the Elite, you get the perks a month early than everybody else. So, say there's pro perks when the game comes out, and a month later, they start slowly leaking perks into the game that you wouldn't normally have. Kind of like the map packs would be at Xbox and PS3. I I think what they do with Elite is just about right, you know. If you for for Activision that is, or for her. Well, uh, come on, yes. we're we're trying to take the model and kick it up a notch. We're trying to just go ahead and cut out the middleman. But I, I, you're also cutting out like customer satisfaction. You know, people why, who why, why would we cut out customer satisfaction? right now? Elite people will is stop playing bucks. the game because they lose the people who paid an extra fifty bucks to get better bullets. Elite sixty bucks. They want everybody to buy the sixty bucks. Well, the more stuff they add to that 60 bucks, the more profitable it looks. You get all the maps, you get pro perks, you get free downloads, you get free camos, you get... But you'll kill the goose that laid the golden egg if you stop selling to people who don't pay 120 bucks for the game, You know, which is elite plus the I, game I itself. Know, I read an article one time about Activision. I don't know if you remember, they were really big in Guitar Hero. Like They ran it into the ground. And they loved Guitar Hero because, one, they'd sell the game to you for like 60 bucks. Uh -huh. The game would come with like 24 to 30 songs on the playlist, and then they sell you each additional song for $1, and people would be paying like on average $120 a game. 
like an average person would buy the game and then spend another 60 bucks on buying extra songs that they enjoyed put into the game. Uh, for people who are curious, um, Blade texted me, said his computer crashed, and he's coming back. So that's that's the deal. Tell him there's no more talk about microphones. That'll be an extra added incentive to get him in here. <laughs> tell, tell, him we're this. tell him we're no about more, Call of Duty. No more microphones. Should no we more talk, talk about, about mics while he's gone? Like, is that a good, is that a good idea? Oh, God, can we, we should talk about mics just as he's joining in. And oh, then be like, oh, Blade's <laughs> here. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Uh, Our bad. Well, when Blade comes back, we're going to talk about how, what the level of pot filter is. Like, what's a good pot filter and what's not a good pot filter? Dead cat all the way. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about prestiging in Black Ops, which I haven't done for a while. I didn't prestige in Black Ops 1. I didn't prestige in... Um, Modern Warfare 3. I did Prestige in COD 4. I'm a 10th Prestige in COD 4. But uh, the way they're doing it, like, you can't stay at a zero Prestige and be, you know, the super badass. Like, if you rank up through all the levels in your first Prestige, you'll never get everything that you can get. Well, it's... I don't know. Uh, My initial response, given how Activision has handled Call of Duty from year to year, is to say it's going to be more or less par for the course. But there's also, you know, it looks like they're doing some interesting things with Black Ops, too, at least enough to hold my attention. It's interesting, right? Like, I'm I'm with you. Before the first multiplayer trailer came out, I didn't really have that much enthusiasm for it. And then it came out, and it's like, wow, there's a lot of new stuff here. There's the shields, there's the new killstreaks, there's this, there's that. After having digested it all for a while, it seems to me that like there's a couple things going on. One, and this might be personal to me, I'm more interested in zombies than I ever have been before. Like I played it, I liked it, but I'm almost as jazzed about zombies as I was about multiplayer, just because it's new. And it has multiplayer and all that cool stuff is built into it. And then in terms of multiplayer, the way that they're working the score streaks, which is the term for kill streak now... Um, you know, people still call it kill streak, but the score streak, I think it will actually change because it's so significant. The way that you get more for ca- capping flags, killing people while they're capping flags is worth more than killing people who are on the edge of the map. Uh, killing people while you're carrying a capture the flag flag is more valuable than killing people as just a regular slayer. Like, the, if you're doing something objective based, it means a lot. And all of a sudden, you know, COD for me has always been this like play the objective and struggle to you know, look as good as people who don't. And I well, think that might change. Uh, here's my consensus. I'm going I'm to run with some fucking beasts and legends, and the flag is going to be irrelevant to 12 seconds after the game starts. Uh, yeah, I, I used to do that. In Black Ops and Modern Warfare 2, I played with other people all the time. Uh, this year, I don't know if you ever watched my videos, but I almost always play solo. Like it's pretty rare that I have because it's easier to get gameplay solo. I mean, that's the point. <laughs> like that's see, not... me, I'm 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 really 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 bad about watching stats, and like I've gotten to the point where I, I won't. Uh oh! Everybody's got messengers coming in. They got uh, interns. I want an intern. Can you say your emulators again? <laughs> I want interns. I, I don't know if you guys seen that, but I was ready to run. <laughs> you did turn around, kind of like who the fuck was that? No, 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 no. She had a uh, she had a palmetto bug in her hand. Oh, I'll see you soon. Ooh, it, what? It's the American cockroach, and I, I'm terrified of those things. Oh I'm yeah, I've seen palmetto bugs. My fucking gear over and get out the fucking wall. <laughs> that was blade. I'm sorry about that. No, the real reason that um, 
I play less Modern Warfare 3 is the friends I played with most of the time didn't like it. So, I hate it too. I hate the fucking game. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually, I usually like the most current COD. Like, I genuinely, if you were to give all of me, and, and if there was, if I lost my YouTube channel, I think I'd still be playing the most current COD every year. It's always the I one that I feel like I need to, to play most. it because it's the only COD that stats are relevant in. That's why it keeps me playing it. But the fact is, I mean, like, it's hard to play by yourself when you see that, oh, you got a 13.2 win loss. Can't hold that by yourself. No, no, you can't. Um, you know, as far as easier to get gameplay, so what I was saying with all that long-winded crap was I've done both. I've done both a lot. And um, uh, it, I, I don't know. Like you know, what it, you know what it's like to play with a full party and like there's the objective doesn't even matter. The objective doesn't matter. The, the, the win is predetermined. Before it started, you're going to win if you play with a, a party full of good guys. Um, with... Uh, so the, so the win is done, the objective isn't it. What's hard for me in a full party is being aggressive enough to get a lot of kills. Like, if you want 30 kills or more, and everyone on your team is trying to get 30 kills or more, and they're capable of it, then, you know, you pretty you much really... gotta, you gotta be, yeah, you gotta call areas. Like, this is my area, you gotta go over there. And you gotta <laughs> just hope for the traffic. See, I don't, I don't know. In my groups, like, yeah, if, if you were playing with, you know, Onslaught and Team Art or whatever, like, you don't tell them to leave. Like, you know, get out of here. This is my spot. Like, that, I don't know. Like, we're all equals. So, you know, the, the teams I've run, everybody on every map has a predetermined spot they set up at. And it looks like camping, but that's what it actually is. It's spawn camping. See, but, and that's why I hate, I, I mean, I don't, I hate playing with you, Wings, but not because of that. It's just because your gamer tag, for whatever reason, seems to draw out the most try-hardy oh, kids dude, I've do. ever like, met in my life. If you want to try some hard motherfuckers, play on my team. As soon as somebody sees me, it's like, oh, hey, fat ass, and they throw right on the stinger missile. Dude, absolutely. I, I play with, um, so Joe Lozon runs with a lot of good COD players, too. And they're good, right? I mean, these guys are KDs that are hover in the three area, right? So I think everyone agrees there's, that's a strong player. When they play with me, it's like game battles. Somebody spots my gamer tag, and then they don't leave. And all this sort of... Oh, they um, start inviting a motherfucking friend. They invite their friends, or, you know, like, some people will realize that this is a tough lobby, it's not going their way, and they'll back out, and it gets filled in with more people. And, you know, five games in, it's a different kind of lobby than you get, you know, oh, your first game. tooth and fucking nail. You're fighting game battles. Not, it probably ain't as good as, like, a game battle steam. But it's this first step, the one step down in public. You're at the highest level pub you can be at. Well, it's kids. It's kids trying as hard as they can, regardless of however good they are normally. They are they are going to take it up to whatever extra gear they have when they see Woody's gamer tag is in the lobby, or Wings of Redemption, or Unlimited UAV, or Space Orange is in the lobby. They're just going to kick it up to <laughs> if they have an extra gear or two, you're going to find it when they play with you guys. And you know what they're not going to do? They're not going to run around with a less than perfect weapon. All you're going to see is MP7s, ACRs, ACRs um, you know, the good stuff. The I good can't stuff. stand the fucking Stalker perk. Whoever created the Stalker perk, you need to die. That you need one, to die in an automotive wreck. I'm not there with you at all. Like, I've, I never noticed the Stalker perk. Well, here's the reason problems. I don't like Stalker. And let me go and say it. It's because I'm a camper. Uh-huh. All right, the fact is, for every game up to Modern Warfare 3, when somebody ran around a corner, they would run around with their gun down, and they'd have to stop, pull their gun up, aim and shoot. With Stalker, they can run around the corner aiming right at me, which takes away two to about a second and a half. But that, with, with lag compensation, that second and a half almost seems like he insta-kills me because he has no downtime at this point. Huh. I yes. think 
personally, I think I like the attempt that Stalker was. I just I don't think that it's slotted properly for how powerful it turned out to be. Because this is the first time we've seen something like this in a Call of Duty, and I don't think they knew. This is the second time? No, what, no, no. What, I'm saying it should be oh. a, two tier, a tier two first. Right. But I don't think they knew how powerful it would be. This and, is the... It's a third-tier perk, right, Stalker? Yeah, right. yeah. All I run is sit rep, man. Sit rep is the best sound whoring thing, well, and I feel like rep, I... sit rep almost ruined Modern Warfare Three. It was so badly balanced after the. Not for it. me. It made it awesome. <laughs> you never play Search and Destroy or like Free for All. Like Free for All, it's all sit rep. It's just five, it's like eight motherfuckers hoping somebody else don't have sit rep. <laughs> 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 that's how that's I play free for all. That's how I play. Do domination sit reps not that common? So I play dom and I, I feel like I've got a huge advantage. And, and I've been sound whoring for years now. And like I said, you know, you need a headset to sound whore, so it's it's a part of a buying skill thing. But you also need to develop the skill. When I first bought my headset, I was like, this sucks. You know, I still don't know where they're coming from. I I bought a good headset too. All the headsets I bought have been like hundred dollars or more. And um, I was like, it's. I expected to be like a bat. I expected to have this echolocation ability where I would know where they were coming from because that's what I read before I bought it. And I did research and I bought good stuff. But um, three weeks later, I did have it. And now, you know, a couple years after that, I'm Dude, you know better than I, I was then. Modern Warfare Two. I was such a good sound whore. I could I could almost pre-fire the shot when he's going to come around the corner. Like oh, I that's just, what I do. That's how I play, dude. I free fire. They, I, I run like you know some cheesy akimbo. They get mad if you run akimbo FMG9, so I don't have any of those. But um, I'll run some crappy akimbo weapon and uh, pre fire the heck out of them as soon as they're coming. I do it dude, all. That, that was so much fun. I love doing it. Like Modern Warfare Two, it's like Tar Twenty One. Oh, there's that bitch, motherfucker. Two, <laughs> one, bang, bang, bang. He he was getting shot before he realized somebody was there. Uh. I love sound, but wings. It's like in Day Z, right? Like, how much of an, an an advantage were we at when we heard somebody else in town start shooting, and we knew what weapon they had before we encountered oh, you could them? Hear footsteps and like people breathing, right? And shit. Yeah. So, so we were at an advantage because we would know. Like, we could hear on the other side of town. We would hear a gunshot and be like, "Oh, that's a that's a Lee. That's an AKM. That's an AK-74." That's... Yeah, each gun had a distinct sound to it, so you knew exactly what you'd face when you came around. And now it's ruined by script kitties. But it, it was fun for a little oh, bit. Yeah, Daisy was fun as shit, but I gave up. I got tired of getting t- put into Thunderdome. <laughs> what? Like, how do they. Oh, what do they just put you script. in Thunderdome? They script, yeah. They, they, they take everybody in the game and throw them on an island, and they call it Thunderdome. And the only person that gets off the Thunderdome is the person that wins. I played Daisy. And um, I played with subscribers, so there was like 15 of us, which is a little too many, but whatevs. And um, it took forever for 15 people to, like, meet up and get in the same place. Like, five hours. And we got a bus. So it was, like, this amazing thing. Like, we all got into... First, we had a van, and there were some people left behind. And then we got a bus, and it was like, yes, yes. Have you ever had a school bus Filled with just friends, we were this amazing Daisy Force. It was this incredible thing. And like, dude, you know, like buses are a rare thing. Having friends that don't shoot you is a rare thing. It, it was like the perfect Daisy and time. Then you and then you realize you had nowhere to go. We got teleported into somebody's sights, and all fifteen of us were dead within like twenty seconds. Oh, was it the one where you're all in a line in front of the guy? 
I did not live long enough to see. Oh, okay. It just, like, oh. it, the screen started going black and white, and then I was dead. If that and... motherfucker goes anywhere but where I'm at, all that force hit instantly. All right, Blade is here. Stop talking about microphones. Stop all right, right. yeah, yeah. Right, no, pop, the, filter, sh- pop filter, pop filter. Pop <laughs> filter. I, I, really, I really thought buying a pop filter for my uh, Blue Yeti. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, oh, so I was gonna say, dude, is Daisy over? Like, was it just too buggy that Alpha? No, is it's done? it's just it's they just being overrun by scripters. Console. They're actually making the game to drop on the console and the PC, and they put all their attention to that. I actually read about that. I tweeted that an article that said Daisy was going to the console, and um, you know what my hope is? I hope they target the next console. I hope Daisy comes out on the Xbox they 720 the, and the, the PS4. The 360 couldn't handle Daisy. I I get it. It, it appears to be really inefficient because I have um. Oh, we lost Blade again. I think he might be getting DDoSed. I don't know, but um, uh, I have. Look, I, we played the computer game before, right? You're badass with your fast computer. Nine months later, you're not. Right now, I'm the guy who just got a brand new computer. So I have a 790 graphics card. I have a six a hex core CPU. And, you know, when I record and stuff, I'm only getting 50, 60 frames per second. A machine like that runs most games at, you know, 90 to 120. My computer's two years old at this point. I can run Battlefield 3 at, like, 120. Yeah, it's... Yeah, Arma 2, and, and as I've been reading up on it, Daisy the mod itself, does impact that. It does make for slower frames, and it does make recording a bit harder, just just by the engine itself, and I don't, I don't know, the optimization. I, I it's stuff picture, I can't describe. I can't yeah, picture sure. a 60-man server with all that stuff that has to like slowly fade in working on the 360. They'd have to cut it down to, like, you know, 20-man servers, and then just imagine 20 people on, like, a, you know... You know, Schermerus map. It'd be fucking slow as dog shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh, yeah. dog shit does a lot in my world. People <laughs> so this. I, I, as they point, <laughs> dog shit plays a major role in Wings' life. Yeah, like, <laughs> in the world of Wings of Redemption, dog shit's actually under the hood of the car with like two little injectors in it, and it runs the batteries. That's that is the that is the source of power in your vehicle is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was I was gonna say something? Oh, Blade, can you hear us? Do we sound like real robots? Wait, I can hear you, but it sounds like you're underwater. So oh, no. we sound like robots? My theory is this. So for those that don't know, I changed Blade's IP address before the show started, and we had him turn off Skype, and then he rebooted his machine, and I bet Skype started, and now he's uh, fucked. Now he's fucked because I bet Skype auto started with his machine. Blade, how am I doing on my theory? Hey, Keem, exit out of that. Like, jump off of that. Keemstar was on Skype right behind him. (laughs) 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 Keemstar's doing it? Wouldn't that be funny if Keemstar's doing it? (laughs) It'd be funny if Keemstar was looking at gay porn and it was knocking Blade off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get both guys off the internet. You gotta, you gotta look at. Hey, what's that, guys? This is funny as hell. Oh, please show gay four. Please show gay four. <laughs> oh, he has to put the hat on. He like he was out of just he's out of costume. Is it? What is the one dude doing? He looks like he's like sleeping or like. No, don't, don't, off. don't mess, don't mess with him when he's sleeping. Just give it. He's sleeping. <laughs> Scott. Actually, he's got those. He's got the. No, he's got the bows. 
things on there. Okay. You know what the problem is? It was the microphone section of the podcast. Scott, fell hey, Scott, 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 I, I need you to get off the internet because maybe it's fucking up my thing. I'm sorry. Skype, I'm going to need you to run to the store for me, too. I know it's cold out. Hey, how do you put this on here? Scott, i got to go to the bathroom. You mind helping me out with that? Blade is seriously incompetent at, like, pointing. No, that's good. No, that's a good angle. I like it. It is good now. That's a good angle. Why does he require help for pointing things at things? It's better. It's It's the best it's been all night. You, You are, I mean... In all seriousness, you are doing a fantastic job at pointing the camera. <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, oh, my God. I don't know why you guys sound like you're underwater right now. You're getting DDoS because you're running Skype somewhere in the house. I'm sure of it. You have more computers. Can you start? See, he froze. My Skype's not on. My Skype's not on. Did you reboot your machine? Blade? Uh, yeah. Did you reboot tonight? Like since the show started? I can see that you guys are all very bone dry right now, but it sounds like you're underwater. <laughs> Alright, so I don't think there's any talking to Blade. That's just my chiseled good looks, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why he wasn't talking. I'm to sorry, Blade. I, 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 while, while, we're, while Blades over there are fucked up, like, I gotta ask, like, who gives a fuck about Mitt Romney getting elect, accepting the Republican Party presidential nominee tonight? Um, is that Republicans? tonight? I'm either like, like, intoxicated drunk or this is fucked up on this. <laughs> so yeah, the the conventions now are just an opportunity to get a lot of like advertising and TV time. That's what they're all about. It's. I don't know. I'm 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 not I'm gonna try not to be political, so Go ahead. Just, go go ahead. ahead. I mean please especially well, spout off some stupid shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Ideally you'd say something really ridiculous and then they'd all unsub me. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> and go subscribe to me just for the stupid thing that I said. I don't I don't get it. But anyway I, I don't know. I hate fucking Mitt Romney and I hate Obama, but I think I like Obama better than Mitt yeah, Romney. Here's here's the thing. It's not gonna matter. It doesn't matter. It's really either. not going to matter. Is is Mitt Romney going to be able to fix the economy in four years' time any better or worse, marginally speaking, than Barack Obama? No. Is anybody else going to be able to do anything better and or worse than anybody else? Assuming assuming relative competence levels. I mean, if you elected the, the moron. Fuck? But it's it's just it's not going to change. You know. You know what does kind of matter? We really did have a president. <laughs> that took us to a war based on the idea that they were preventing another 9-11. That do, yes, that does how about, matter. How about the fact that we have... Yeah, I'm going to restart this. So let's right. see if it's better. Let me go ahead and make this you guys point. sound like you're underwater right now. We had a president take us to a war in okay. the efforts and attack another country in the efforts of stopping 10 people in a basement. Your idea to stop 9-11 was to send thousands and thousands and thousands of troops into a foreign country, kill thousands of people to stop 10 people from plotting a destructive, you know, 
terrorist act against the United States, which can still happen to this day. That's why we have the little red, blue, orange, yellow, and fucking security labels. That's why we have our debts felt at the damn airport. You've done nothing but put us in fucking debt. So, if you we can't get attacked... fight terrorism. This time, if we're attacked out of, like, Somalia or something, invade Canada. Fuck them. Do it. That, that's Do that's it. about as relevant as invading Iraq. <laughs> I was I was in high school when we did this, and he's like, he's like, oh man, Afghanistan attack is cool. We're gonna attack Afghanistan. Where are we going? Iraq. Why the fuck are we going to Iraq? And plus, Canada has universal health care. They're socialists. Go get them. <laughs> I, I, I never understood why we attacked Iraq. We had the fucking treaty with Saddam Hussein. As because long as that bitch motherfucker was alive, we get ten dollar barrel oil. Because Saddam $10 Hussein. $10 barrel oil gets thrown out. Our gas unit at $4. Because Saddam, Saddam Hussein conspired to kill George W.'s father. That's why. And also, the vice George president. George W.'s father is the motherfucker that gave him the 10 barrels of oil. $10, just imagine $10 a barrel. What's it going I, for right now? Wings, please don't get mad at me because the world doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's not my fault. I swear to God. I want to pay $1.34 for gas again. That's what I want. I the world makes no sense. Unsub lefty. Yep, do it. Done. Goodbye. Back under back under twenty five K for me. It's like I'm getting DDoSed again. Bye. Yes. Blade's back. Blade, what's your opinion on the public uh Republican nominee? Blade's How about microphones? Oh, That's it. Yeah, he can't tell. Blade doesn't know what we're saying right now. Um, he's like adjusting the curtain. Where is he at? It's daytime. Is he on the West Coast? Yeah, he is on the West Coast. So it's six thirty there. No, uh, Woody. I linked something in the chat. If you want to get that to Blade, that's the thing we were talking about on the phone. Oh yeah. So you can check that out. It's got a bunch of cool stuff. By the way, can I just talk about how fanboyish I? I I got when I saw when I got a phone call. Wings was like, "Woody is going to call you," and then I looked at my phone and I'm like, "This is probably Woody's gamertag calling me on my phone." <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, and then like there was no like you know, "Hey, Woody" or, or anything. He just like, "Hi," and I'm like, "Hey, it's Woody," and he's like, "Uh huh." Like, were, were you expecting my call? Like, did Wings let you know? Hi, hi. I can see you. Water. That might be a little bit better. Wait, wait. Talk. Checking. One, two, three. Sibilance. Sibilance. Racism. Check. Art. One, two. Sibilance. What does sibilance mean? I have no idea. That's in. That was the uh, the Saturday Night Live Wayne's World skit where Tom Hanks was hosting and he played the roadie for Aerosmith. Aerosmith guest starred on Wayne's World one Saturday Night Live and, and Tom Hanks was the roadie. And when he was doing his mic test, it was check one, two. Sibilance. Sibilance. Somebody look up symbolites and put in the chat what it means. I'd like to know. It means racism. <laughs> <laughs> there Lefty goes again, being racist. Damn you, Lefty. You Son and your anti-Canadian views. I know. Stupid Canucks. <laughs> I watch Canadian bacon and beat off. Oh, damn, I'm so bad. I went to look up the word symbolites and I put in racism in Google. <laughs> Bet you that took you to some interesting websites. <laughs> now I am butchering the how to spell the word sibilance and I got Cabela's. <laughs> Blade, can you hear us? Let's all watch Blade. Get him. 
Look at he, him just, in his, he looks so sad. In his majesty. He looks sad. I feel bad for Blade. Blade is a majestic man. He right is. There. Rocking those Tritons. A little bit of growth, looking a little Don Johnson-like. Right. I sure Sybilis oh, is, uh, is, is, is like a, you know... A, I'm here. What it means is a hissing, phonics, characteristic Dude, of a hissing come, come, sound. Noting sound is spelled with an S. Listen. Listen. Like phonics, a sibilant constant. Okay, technically speaking, from Wikipedia, sibilance is a manner of articulation or fricative and... African consonants made by streaming a stream of air with the tongue towards the sharp edge of the teeth. Sibilance. 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 Sibilant is basically the S sound that you make in the English language. When you make this sound, that's sibilance. Sibilance. It just so happens that you have to make the S sound to say sibilance. Sibilance. Woody's is, Woody is just watching Wings, and he is so he is all about it. Because... <laughs> Dude, this is so gay, but I'm not just watching Wings. I'm watching Wings' mouth. I'm watching him say, sibilance, sibilance. I think Wings is watching his mouth, too, because he's doing, like, sibilance, sibilance. And he's just like... <laughs> just don't go over too over the top of it, like, sibilance, sibilance. Okay, you know, we went together and we did the surgeries. Girl. I always like the Road Warrior kid. If you haven't seen the Road Warrior, you're worthless. The Mel Gibson movie? Yeah, the Mel Gibson movie. Um, this is how you define a person's worth? Yes. You've seen the Road Warrior. I live in the South Carolina. I mean, you know. Right, right. You define people's worth by their ability to tow tr camper trucks and their Road Warriors. If we, you know, this is two Mad Max fucking references in the same podcast. We have the Thunderdome. Now we got the Road Warrior. But here's the thing: for the longest time, when I was a little kid, the only experience I had with Mad Max was the Thunderdome and Beyond, the second movie and Beyond. So I always thought it was a post-apocalyptic story. And so the first time I was I was staying up late one night I couldn't sleep and I was watching and I saw Mad Max on and the whole time I was watching the movie I'm like when are they going to get to the desert with all the oil and stuff? Wings will right, get that right after they um. What well, right? It's the second. It's the <laughs> right. It's the movie after that. But the first one is actually set in like the modern times before the. They run out of gasoline. That's what the right. movie's about. But, the but I didn't is, get that. But I was like, I was in half asleep. I was like falling in and out of consciousness. I remember thinking, I'm like, when are they gonna get to the desert with the fire truck and the oil and the well, guy the in the hockey? Well, the first one kind of takes place in the desert. It's in Australia, but the fact is, you know, they're running down his wife and kids with the motorcycles and shit. Yeah. I wish Blade was here. You know, good. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm not funny enough for you, Woody. That's not it. No, no, no. Here, here's the thing. I, I kind of want to get it out there, even in Blade's absence. But um, I was talking to Blade on the phone. I've watched a lot of Blade videos lately, and he's doing this big change. Like he's drinking less. He's eating better. He's feeling right. He's uh, he's discovered ambition, right? And he's had a little success. And and he's moving to Buffalo because he wants to pursue this bad kid show thing, right? It, bad kid show. If you haven't seen it, is a good show. Like it's. It's good, right? They're it, supposed to be coming to my house and do one. Really? Yeah. Like that's, we're going to do it live from the house. That's Bad a neat kid, idea. Bad Kid Show on location. Mm-hmm. 
So we're going um, to do it sitting in a circle with all the chickens. So maybe he'll be. I don't, we'll see if he works. His. If he's so what we're going to do is I'm going to get Keemstar. I'm going to have him hold a chicken. I'm going to give a chicken to Blade, and I'm going to hold a chicken. We're doing so the same thing. Bro. So you're saying what? Do it through the. No, it looks like they're still having issues. But anyway, yeah, Blade's got this big like personal transformation thing going on where he's moving across the country, the continent. He's getting fit. He's you know laying off uh, alcohol. And, um, and he's taking a chance. And has he cut the whores out yet? Has he cut the whores? I don't know. Were they bad for us? That's exercise. No, that's part of the region. <laughs> That's part of the get well program. More <laughs> horrors. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut out alcohol and double down on whores, and uh, he'll be Something a freaking fun. lean, mean fornicating machine. <laughs> no, that is that is awesome. I remember. I know he was talking about it earlier. He said he had um, like he couldn't really articulate. He said he was just he just felt better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's did. that's awesome. You that's awesome to see. I started it, exercising and shit. Felt tired. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, but a, I'm seriously like exercise wise I, I used to walk like four miles a week last mm-hmm. week I did 19 that's awesome dude that is awesome dude, I couldn't do that to, to go at the starting point I remember I think it was on PKA we talked about it and you were like if you walked a block you were wiped out you oh, were seriously dude, I used to, checking the mail used to wipe me out <laughs> <laughs> You were like, I walked a block today, and I swear to God, if I had to fight after that one block walk, I'd have been done. Anybody could beat me. Like, you, you were a pussycat after a one block walk. And now you're walking 19 miles a week. And they have this, uh, they have this walkway. It's called the, uh, the Valor Park Walk, and it's, uh-huh. uh, it's three and a half miles. So I walk that once a day or try to. Nice, dude. And Wings, I've noticed your um, your transition in your videos. You, in there's certain times in your videos where, just in recording, I can sense you you're a lot more upbeat. No, that's me pulling. That's for me putting a bullshit story in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well here we go. I'm trying to be a nice guy. Fine, Wings. There we go. Never mind. No, but yeah, let, I mean, let me let me throw the transformation for you. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Wings of Redemption. You know, all I'm doing is smiling right here, so it makes it sound like I'm really fucking happy. Oh, no. my God. Life is great. Happy, shiny people. <laughs> you learned that from me. You learned that upbeat yeah, tone from me. Yeah, I did learn that from you, Lefty. You go, if you smile while you commentate, you will have a more upbeat sound. That's all you got to do is just force the smile on your face. And then you start noticing other genres, like the news. The news is horrible for it. They'll be like... <laughs> Fifteen people died today at a train wreck. But their family will get some money. <laughs> oh man! We at WDDD Fifteen News are physically upset and sick with the way he rent his show. You ever seen the title match commercial with the black guy that's like all happy that he's saving people money by taking their cars? It's like welcome to Title Max. We'll save you money. Wings, no. what were you telling? Oh, we were talking about having families, yeah. right? You were saying that, like, I guess financially you're kind of doing better now than you were, say, I don't know, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And you were like, but it doesn't feel as worth it. Like, it, it, it doesn't seem to count I mean, as much. You get, you get uh, fiscally, I'm in a lot better situation. Uh huh. But the fact is, like, even though I have all this extra money, 
I don't really spend money on myself too often, other than like you know cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact other than is, that pimp truck with the big leather seats you're rocking. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, but but see that's at, that that's like one payment a month, and it's like everything else just goes right to the savings account, and it feels like what am I making this money for? There's no purpose. Like when you have a family, people depend on you, and it makes you feel good. You can't mm-hmm. say, can't get what I'm saying. Like it, it it gives you that that sense of like, you know. Man, why am I doing this? I'm doing this so they can, you know, they feel good about me. And make me feel like I'm a real good provider. Like being a provider is something a man should want to be. Like it should be intertwined in our blood. You know, you go out there and you get the stones. You get the fruit. You get that buffalo. You provide stones? Like that? Well, you got to put stones for the campfire to cook the buffalo. I don't know. Kind of a crappy provider, I'm just saying. I, mean, I bring <laughs> home meat and fruits and vegetables and... You gotta build a house, though. Yeah, okay. You, you have fun living in your lean-to. <laughs> see, see, I'm, see, I'm in... stepping up. I'm an engineer. You're you're a caveman. I, I put the stones and I slap the mud on top and I put another stone. Dude, I I have a stick-built home with some drywall. <laughs> Six thousand years ago. blow your house down first. Okay, all right, all right. You win. You win. All right, you got me. The wolf of the boulevard down out. That is that I lose. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, oh, yeah. So I just, just, like, there's a certain meaning associated with, like, providing for a family. Like, it, it kind of makes it worth it. Yeah, it, it, it also gives you, it almost gives you, like, a comfort net, too. Like, no matter what happens, you have somebody there that'll tell you that it's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. So, Blade, are you with us? No, but you're majestic. Oh, my God. Look at him. He's like a steed. His, so, eyes, his eyes just got called at one angle. He's like, he's I, like the who is the girlfriend on YouTube? The uh, overly attached girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> I, that was I watched that video. I mean, I watched the legit video. I've seen the meme for a while, and then I've watched the first video, the legit video today. The first time it it started play like it played, I I thought I was in for a gag, like one of those YouTube videos where like a scary clown face pops up along with you know in the middle of the video something scary will pop up with this like a scream, you know, just like a jump scare, and then but no, she's actually doing that face. Yeah, it, like, oh, who's someone... Katie? Why is Katie on your phone? Katie's a friend. <laughs> uh, someone from. Uh... Uh, it's from Reddit, like met her in real life, and they're like, "Will you take a picture with me?" And she said, "Yeah, sure." Do you want regular face or creepy face? <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, do you want do you want that well yeah, done, or do you want that medium? Pro tip if you want to cheat on your, your girlfriends or wives. Wait, 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 wait. What a pro tip if you want to cheat on your girlfriend? Yeah, this this right here is the shit that works. All right, if you hand her the phone, and she sees the girl. In its own conversation that's kind of platonic, you're in the clear. If you don't give her the phone, she's going to try to get that shit when you're sleeping. Well, I, I think I know what you're saying. Keep it platonic when you're talking on something that no, can no, no, be no, viewed no, no, by no, a no, third no, party. That, but the fact is, guys that cheat generally start out with a text. And you be up there like, oh, man, let me see your titties, you know, that kind of shit. And if you catch her like, hey, how was your day? And she goes fine. You can play. You can like play it off as that's your your friend Kate from high school, or that's your friend Kate you've seen on Facebook. But if you don't give her that phone, and you start worrying and start being like lo- putting locks on and shit, 
you must gave yourself away. Hmm. I I don't know, but the 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 girls that I've dated, probably not as many as some of you out there, especially because we're on the internet. <laughs> I've had the, nine thousand girlfriends. With some of the girls that I've dated, even if I handed them my cell phone and they looked at a text to another chick that said, "Let me see your titties," they would still be just as pissed off if they would no, have no, seen it. No, no, you don't normally. show her that text. I'm saying you give a oh. platonic text. You hand it to her when it's something platonic. Okay. So you're saying let her catch you behaving, and then she won't suspect that you're misbehaving. Correct. That is that. Is, like would that qualify as a red hair? You're allowed to have friends that are girls, but there, you're not dude, allowed to have girls I, that are friends. I'm going to race you to upload, you know, freaking quick tips, cheating. <laughs> Dude, cheat on your girlfriend, jumps. Like, well, you, why would you throw the red flag? Most guys, the first thing they do is they lock their phone, they hit, the, you know, they like, you know, do that number, and it's like, that gives you away. Like, why would you lock your phone if you're just talking to your friend? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, what was I getting? Oh, oh, you know what? Blade talked about this, and now I've seen lots of commentators talk about it. They're saying that, like, gameplay tips and lines of sight and stuff like that is making the game worse. It is. Does... But the fact is, you're giving... You're, it's not making it worse, but you're making other players better, which makes your experience worse if you want to go out there and shit on people. Yes, yes. What's happening is that you're giving people who watch YouTube videos the same advantages that people who have 20 days in-game have. Right. That's what's think, happening. Think about it. In World at War, there was lines of sight only I knew. Like, the only time you seen that line of sight is when I beasted on your bitch ass in it. And then you probably skip, skip, skip the kill cam and you missed it. But now I put it on YouTube, more people are going to be in that spot, the spot becomes known, and all of a sudden you can't use that spot no more, and they pick, people figure counters to it. The um, the game battles community also learns lines of sight really quickly. Like, if you, if you ever play game battles, at least when I do, I'll be like, oh... <laughs> There's a new one to me. Yeah, you know, it, it'll fast forward your learning curve too. They don't play as many maps, but the ones that are on there. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. It's it's you better. Guys, it's better. It's good. I'm here. Awesome. I don't know if you guys remember, but like when Modern Warfare 2 came out around Christmas, that was gameplay galore. <laughs> that was what? Remember Modern Warfare 2 when Christmas dropped and like commentating yeah. hadn't really got kicked off yet. Uh huh. Oh man, forty plus kill death chopper gunners all day. Yeah, I know, dude. So when I first started my channel was right around that time, and I was worried. Like the whole unexceptional gamer thing was born out of, am I good enough to make a YouTube channel? Look, I recognize that I'm not, you know, the some super genius, crazy great player, but um, whatever. And then I started getting forty ten KD games all the time. Yeah, the, 40 kill, 10 KD games on um, Modern Warfare 2 right around Christmas. And I thought it was because, ooh, now that I try, I'm pulling this off all the time. But in retrospect, I was getting those games during, like, Christmas break. <laughs> and that's the beauty. It's like, hey, Timmy, I'm a <laughs> chopper gunner. Yeah, it was, it was freaking awesome. The almost worthless in Modern Warfare 3, and I can't stand that. Like, I understand that you shouldn't base your gameplay around killstreaks. I do. But give me at least 15 seconds of each of them. <laughs> I, I hear you. So in COD 4, and, and I think World at War 2, you didn't really kill killstreaks. You know? Like in COD 4, you waited out the helicopter mostly. Sometimes you'd shoot it down. You know, especially if it was a mounted gun nearby. But mostly you waited out helicopters and stuff. And they, it was a punishment for your team doing bad. Yeah. And then... Um, in Modern Warfare 2 was the first time shooting down killstreaks even existed. And I want to say the Xbox... 
they shot down killstreaks more aggressively. And I don't mean to say that Xbox players are better, but what happened was you're making a lot of noise, Wings. The um the uh, uh the care package glitch on the Xbox brought in so many killstreaks that everybody had an anti-air clash. You couldn't live without it because you know people would literally call in 15 killstreaks per person. On that, you might have 60 kill streaks in a game against you, so you had to rock the stinger. Like it was ridiculous. So, what, um, was what? there even a lock-on launcher in COD Four? No, no, there was not. RPG sevens. There is an RPG, but I wasn't good at using it. I I had better luck with the LMG than I did with the RPG. I don't think there was any skill involved. I'm sure some asshole will tell me, like, yeah, there was tons of skill. It shit was random. I maybe I don't know. I it wasn't random for me. I missed all the time. <laughs> You hit the sky every time you shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I never failed to miss in that stuff. So, um, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought just here. But uh, you were talking uh, about Xbox 360. Yeah, uh, yeah. Care so package anyway, glitch. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2. That was the game that taught people to shoot down kill streaks. And ever since then, they've just been shooting them down more and more aggressively. Is anybody confirmed if that that new uh, Blackbird is going to be shoot be out? Um, Anti-air class can take it down, or is it going to be just like the Black Ops Blackbird? Just yeah, um, it's confirmed. It's um, it's called the Orbsat or something close to that. I'm gonna call it the Blackbird. Okay, well that that fits too because it's just like the Blackbird and just like it in that it can't be shot down. That's gonna be cool as shit. That's all I'm running. <laughs> well. In Black Ops, no matter how many times I told myself when I was recording a commentary, no matter how many I told, no matter how many times I told myself, it's spy plane, it's spy plane, it's not UAV, it's spy plane. I don't know how many times I just still said, oh, I got a UAV here. Da, 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 da. Who gives a fuck? I, you know, you know, what I called uh, you know recon planes in World of War UAVs. You know what I don't. You know what I don't like. Last time you looked through YouTube comment section. <laughs> every damn day of my life. <laughs> yeah, every day. People get people get upset about. I blocked him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I don't like? Um, I don't like that in games, killstreaks have two names. And I, it, it boggles my mind. I can't seem to burn it in. You guys help me here. What's the... There's the Reaper. And then the Reaper is called an AGM. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, the AGM. Yes, AGM. All right. And let's go Black Ops. There's an attack helicopter. And there what does he Cobra say? Cobra Yeah, Cobra and Hind inbound. That's Russian and American equivalents. So mm-hmm. a Cobra and a Hind both mean attack helicopter. Yep. Types of attack helicopters. And what is Pavlo? Do they say enemy Pavlo? No, it's, um, God, what does it say? Hammersmith used something. Well, yeah, in uh, in, in Modern Warfare 3, I, I don't know if they say Pavlo, but I know in MW2 they said Pavlo inbound. Yeah, in, in I, MW3 it's like Hammersmith 312 inbound. And, yeah. it, it, you know, I always make the joke, like, Hammersmith, we're about to be shot down. <laughs> I don't know, Jack. A hammersmith? Seriously? Like, I wish they would just have one name. Attack helicopters, like Reaper. Call it a Reaper consistently, and I'll know what you're saying. And Reaper, I see enough that AGM, I get it. I remember you said Reaper sucked. Reaper ended up being the best kill streak of the game. It might be. I, but I'll tell you, it's just it like... like I get the most kills per, per cast of that. Here's what you said, and you were right. You said, a lot of people have stopped running the attack strike package. And the reason why is not that they don't need uh, killstreaks to get good kills. It's that they're worthless. That they'd much rather have a couple extra perks than a Reaper. Because, you know, a Reaper's not getting you anything. I mean, well, it's also self-gratification. Specialist, you get gratification at two kills. Where if I work for that Reaper for nine kills, I might have 
eight seconds of gratification. Yeah, yeah. now sometimes Reapers last, but I, I honestly, you know, the Assault Killstreak uh, tier is never been less powerful than it has been in Modern Warfare 3. But I don't know if that's bad. I mean, they certainly tar- they went for that. Well, they I, went I hate, for this- you know what I hate about it so much? I hate that people that run specialists, you know, brag that they don't have kill streaks. You have kill streaks. You have nine perks versus people with three. You're also faster because they give you lightweight. Well, you have- and your gun gets leveled out too, right? Yeah, all you, your profici- you get all the proficiencies. Except Almost. two attachments unless you have that as your base, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's the thing. You can't get more. T- you all of a sudden, like, if they stick a silencer on this thing, you're like, damn. <laughs> oh, great. I got a silencer now. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Specialist is a kill streak. Don't oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Kill streaks if you run specialists. Yeah, now I'll grant you that all your guns are gun kills, but your guy's a super soldier too. Yeah, and you're the- faster than everyone. You got Stalker on. You're. You Marksman, sit rep, sit rep, and dead silence is a nice combo. Yeah, it is. Like, there's guns like I wouldn't. I only run specials with like the A12 because I want scavenger, slide of hand, sit rep, and dead silence. Yep, but you get all that. And marksman's nice. With, no, Not stalker. With I was going to say. <laughs> I, I meant to say stalker. Stalker's nice to have with the shotguns too. Sometimes. Yeah. But um. Uh. Anyway, that's. <sighs> yeah, so when you're a specialist, you are getting all gun kills, but you're also, you know, uh, a step ahead of everybody for those perks. It, I don't know, man. It, it, the assault kill streaks are just weak in Modern Warfare 3. I'm hoping but, that changes. I'm just glad. I'm glad they're not bringing the support kill streaks back. I am too. I'm. I'm really crossing my fingers about this rewarding the objective stuff. You know, I play by myself all I the time. See how the game plays. Like UAVs give you. Point strengths now. So if I call a UAV and I, there's four kills that happens because of that UAV, I get like you know 15 points per kill or something like that. It's so um, they're still trying to balance. I just actually put up a video today about it. If you guys haven't seen it, it was pretty good. And it was breaking, but um, I was gonna do a breakdown of all the points that we know about so far, like. You know, I saw a guy at Gamescon kill someone capping a flag. Now we know the difference between a regular kill and a defend. And I saw lots of uh, kills while UAVs were up and stuff like that. They've changed the amount of points for different activities three times since Gamescon. So we don't know. I tell you but, one thing, I won in Black Ops. But we, I, I'm almost done. We at Gamescon, I sorry to cut you off, but it, at Gamescon, a UAV was worth one seventh of a kill, which really isn't very much. Yeah, but if you can get how many times is seven kills? Give you like if you if somebody kills seven people during the UAV, does that count as one point streak? It's equivalent to getting a kill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Here's the here's here's a here's what I want to see in domination. I love domination. I want them to take the kill to death ratio out of it. Not take it out. Like it still counts, but it doesn't show you. The leaderboard is determined strictly by score. You have score, caps, defense. It's all you need. Yeah. I really like that Black Ops did that. I really, really like that Black well, Ops did that. Well, death thing completely off the leaderboard. So at the end of the game, the person with the highest score is the guy on top. When I watched a guy play and have a pretty impressive like kill to death ratio and domination, but then you would see he had like one cap off the spawn and no defense. It's like ah, you know, like in a way that takes less observational power. You see how he got that score. You know, he ran around the edges of the map going for kills. And I'm not saying the guy has no talent. It, 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 a lot of these were big that, scores, right? Like, a lot of times they had 50 KDs, so that's impressive, and he's doing work and he's helping his team. But like when he doesn't have any defense, when he doesn't have any caps, when he doesn't have any objective play whatsoever, 
you get to see, you know, like, all right, so this was just a KD game. It wasn't a domination game. Someone, I saw a video today, and um, I was watching a video. I don't know if it came out today, but someone said, you played Kill Confirmed. You didn't grab tags, and you didn't grab, uh, like, friendly tags, whatever you call them. Therefore, you had a bad game. And he went flawless, I think. Like, he had a good game by most standards. How, how bad did he beat him, though? Um, the game was, was competitive, I want to say. Was it competitive? Like, there, there's times where I, we, when I'm playing with a team, we'll tell each other not to grab tags to make the game last longer. I, I get that. I want to say he was playing by himself, and I, I'll pretend he won 65 to 52 or something like that. Like, a solid win, but... And I'm sure he was a big part of the win because he had a KD spread of, like, 25. But um, just the same, the fact that the comments were like, dude, you dodged every flag. You wouldn't move five feet out yeah, of your way. How many of those tags he killed did somebody else just run behind him and pick up? You had to sit there and count that. They don't yeah. tell you that. They don't. They should. Infinity Ward scoreboards haven't improved since 2007 or earlier. You know, they 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 don't tell you how many flags you cap in domination. They don't tell you how many cap or um, uh, dog tags you've captured during kill confirmed. How can you let out? They you know what that like kill confirm assist as well. It should be like kills captured, kills like um, reverted or whatever the hell they call it, and like assist kill assist tags or something like that. Like where you kill a guy and somebody else picks your tag up. Yep, yep, absolutely. All those things should be a part of the game, you know? Because, like, for example, if you're playing Kill Confirmed and most of your kills come from Kill Streaks, those are less valuable because those tags tend to be laying near the enemy spawn. You know, you're taking your Reaper and you're raining it down on the enemy spawn, but your team's not really picking up those tags. You know, if you knife a guy, on the other hand, I think you can't not get the tag. Like, it just works out perfect. So... You know, to me, a knife is worth way more than a reaper kill because you get the tag. Reaper's worthless and kill confirmed. <laughs> well, you know what the you know what the difference in scoreboards tells me is that they can't. It's not that they don't want to change the scoreboard or alter it or input all these new things. It's just that they can't because the new guys, the new coders that they've employed for, you know, since Infinity Ward, since that huge exodus. They just don't know how to do it. Is it me, or does Modern Warfare 2 still look better and feel better than Modern Warfare 3? There's not that haze. Remember Modern the haze? I do remember... Modern Warfare 2 feels flawless. Like It feels like the best Call of Duty engine to date. If people say that. Like Bullets I'm... go where exactly where you want. They don't have that sniper issue where you got to shoot a little bit ahead of them. You can shoot right on them and hit them. And like, la- I-, I remember lagging in the game, but I don't remember it so much that it was detrimental. Yeah. Like, so Scar had 20 bullets in Modern Warfare 2, and it killed about the same speed. It's got 30 in Modern Warfare 3, but it feels like the hit detection was so good in Modern Warfare 2, you could take those 20 bullets and kill four people. And for those people crying the difference between stopping power, don't forget stopping power is built into the weapons in Modern Warfare yeah, 3. Yeah, all guns have stopping power. Yeah, that's, I, and it doesn't look like that's the case in Black Ops. Good, I like Black Ops yeah. better. Black Ops is in between. Here's here's the deal. And I, when I say that, I mean Black Ops 2. And I think we'll change topics in a second because the, the chat is looking for it. But I've got one more thing to say. Um, in Black Ops, there were two things. One, stopping power was gone, but it wasn't built into the game. So it took more bullets to kill a guy. On top of that, the recoil on the guns was really big. So if I'm shooting a guy with whatever, you know, a commando or something, uh, some of those bullets are missing. 
compared to, uh, say, an ACR in Modern Warfare 2 or 3, where every bullet's going right on target. You know, if you shoot a guy with an AK-47 in Black Ops 1, it takes me, like, ten bullets to get a kill because it takes four to get the kill and the other six miss because the thing's bouncing all over the place. In Black Ops 2, just based on watching the gameplay, it looks like it takes the same amount of bullets to kill, but you'll be shooting fewer of them because they're all landing on target. You know, they have minimal recoil. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, there's hardly any recoil. And, like, that, that's kind of depressing. I don't like those games. I like it. I like it. Um, you don't. I, you didn't like Black Ops recoil better than Modern Warfare 3? Right. Yeah. I like I like killing people easier because I'm bad generally. So <laughs> yeah, the easier the I can kill people, the better it is for me. <laughs> I, I, the, here's the thing, though: the harder it is to control the recoil, the less chance I'm gonna die from a guy that can't control the recoil. And by that, you mean a casual player? Right. Somebody just goes and their famas goes up into the sky, and I'm like, black, black, black. Well, th- well, that's Battlefield. That's Battlefield for you, right? Because the the recoil stacks and stuff. I'm sorry, Woody, you wanted to move on. I don't mean to. Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to go. (laughs) People aren't going to like this one either. The politics thing, man. So you weren't going to get political, Lefty, but I have a feeling you have an uh, opinion. I have many opinions on many things. (laughs) Ask me me anything you want. I'll tell you my opinion on it. I may be wrong. I may be dumb. Have you seen the feedback from Paul Ryan's speech? Oh yeah, the fact checking. He was completely yeah. off on a bunch of stuff. They supposedly. I'm I'm reading neutral. Heck, I read on FoxNews.com. Oh, how that's ridiculous! Source, fair and balanced. Wait, do you hear this? FoxNews.com ripped the Republican vice presidential candidate for how inaccurate he was. And that guy got fired today. <laughs> He's probably gone. That guy's fired now. But seriously, when Fox News says. This was the most deceptive campaign speech we've seen in the history of U.S. politics. You're like, what? Fox News just ripped a Republican? Because that doesn't usually happen. Usually they say they're not deceptive, they're creative or something like that. (laughs) But uh, I I have never seen this kind of call a politician on his bullshit that I've seen today. Well, in my opinion, two things. Number one, I think Fox News... There is a contingency in Fox News where they I think they've finally started to realize like okay we can't be the antithesis to the liberal media that we conjure up because it's just not really there. We come off looking like idiots when we're just, you know, making talking about nothing, you know, fighting ghosts that aren't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the liberal media says this and that, and Fox News, we're the antithesis to that. But it's like, well, that's not really there in the liberal media. And that's what that's what The Daily Show with Jon Stewart is primarily about. It's pointing out the ghosts that Fox News is fighting that aren't there. And what's more, I think that as we move forward, like social media is such a huge thing now. Everything every politician says is disseminated and broken down and disseminated again, then put back together, then broken down before the speech is even over. I love that. I love that. And and here's why. It's not a Republican or a Democrat thing. Right, exactly. I, I think it is harder and harder to lie your way into office. I think that now, like, I think the world generally says, oh, factcheck.org or Polyfact or, like, the different sites that are out there are credible and nonpartisan, and they research what you say, and if you're a liar then you get called out for being a liar. And that 
is something that politics really needs. It, you can't just be like, oh my God, can you believe Obama started that war in Iraq? You know, we, I, if you were like me, I'll get us out of Iraq. Someone will say, like, actually, that war started before you know he was elected. Like, that's not really his. Is this fact check site put up there that Romney supported the war and now he's want to pull him out? No, I made I made the war thing up, you know, as a ridiculous example. But, but they um, do say stupid shit like that. They actually do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. I mean, heck, you, all right. To make a legit example, Paul Ryan just blamed Barack Obama for this, uh, like, automotive plant closing, and it closed before he took office. And you're like, dude. And he supported the closings, and he supported getting money from the government to reopen it. Even yes. though he was giving Obama crap for his bailout, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan supported getting the money. Romney supported the government bailouts too, but now he's denying it. Absolutely, right. So anyway, what's great is the fact that places like YouTube, places like you know sites dedicated to politics like factcheck.org, um, all these places are making it harder to get elected on lies. And Democrat, Republican, liberal, or you know whatever, or I meant to say libertarian, um, whatever, you know, you take your pick. The fact that maybe someday when like a bigger portion of the voter base pays attention to these things, they'll have to get elected on truce now. That that's the way things will go. Now as it is now, like if you go older than me, then which is I guess inconceivable, but <laughs> if you go older than me then places like YouTube don't have any weight on your political opinions. You know, they're like, crackpots. They're crackpots to everybody older than you. It's like all oh, these internet crackpot bloggers, blah blah blah, stuff like that. Or they're just flat out not exposed to it. You know, right. they, they 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 don't watch YouTube videos. They get all their political information from the advertisements that the campaigns run. That's oh, yeah, it. Yeah, those are really credible sources. <laughs> so, but you know, like let the population age twenty years. Where everybody who's over 60, this sounds morbid and freaking homicidal or genocidal, but, you know, the people who are 65 now, 20 years from now, will be mostly past, right? Um, That's sociology. Welcome to sociology 101. People die. Right? And, and then, you know, you guys watching this, like, if you're 15 now, then you're a voter 20 years from now, a core one, a guy who probably actively goes to the, the polls, and you will be aware in a way that, uh, you know, that the... The people are now. The entire population will be more internet savvy, and it'll be a great thing. So that's a good thing. Hey, I want to talk about future guests just a little bit in case this gets out there. Can we jump about politics for like two seconds? Jump. I want to say there's only two people that deserve to be president that's right now that's actually attempting to run, and neither one of them are a, a presidential candidate. Mike Gravel and Ron Paul, period. All right, Something you've like heard that. it here. <laughs> On guests... Here's some of the guys I'd love to have, and then I think that we will have in the future. Um, I'd love to have, I'd love to have Arya Aspen back. Um, she was on the. Sh it's funny, like we did a PKA a few weeks ago, and she was on it briefly, but she had DDoS issues. And um, you'd think like, oh, PKA with a porn star, it's nasty, it's bad, it's what. It wasn't. It was like touching, and she talked about, you know, some of the hardships and some of the. You know, her mental state when she got into it and out of it and all this cool stuff. Like, I would love to get her back, but there's more. Um, I reached out to Yogg's cast today, and it is not their fault for missing this show. I gave them two hours' notice, and that's not fair. But um, uh, they expressed a, an interest and a willingness to come on the show. So, um, so Big Wax and Sage Francis. All right, so let's get back to them. But So Yogg's cast will be on a future painkiller already, I think. But, um, you know, it's, it was really my fault. I didn't 
talk to them in far enough advance. Maybe they're at PAX right now. I'm not quite sure. Um, Philly D, right? I'd love to have Philip DeFranco on Painkiller already. And uh, you know, he expressed an interest in getting to meet me. Um, it's funny. <laughs> I'll tell a story. They asked him, like, hey, which YouTuber would you really like to meet? And he said, hey, Woody. I'd like to meet Woody. You know, he's a nice guy. And in some ways, that was, like, a really cool compliment. Like, you know, Philly D is one of the biggest guys on YouTube there is. He's one of the, like, I think of the senior members of the YouTube world, like Philly D, Freddie W, um, like those guys who have been around forever and know what the deal is. Um, so, uh, uh, Philly D said he'd like to meet me. And then in some ways that was a huge compliment. In other ways, he met me once before. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I guess I left a big impression. But Oops. <laughs> yeah, but we hardly talked. I saw him at E3, and he was working. He had like an audio guy and a camera guy, and I was just like, hey, I'm Woody. Nice to meet you. I can see that you're working, and you know, I won't interrupt you. I, you know, the guys, the guys working, right? He's making a living. You, you don't want me knocking on your office door and like being all fanboy. So, uh, but anyway, Philly D said he'd like to meet me. I bet he'd come on the podcast. So he's a future guest that that we'd like to have on there. And uh, so let's do that again. Um, we got Philly D, Arya Aspen, Yogg's cast, and then Shay Carl's another one I want to throw out there. When I met um, Shay Carl, he came nearby and he like did a sort of meet and greet at the mall, and uh, he said he'd like to be on PKA. And I, being a slug with really out any excuses, didn't follow up on that enough. But um, I'd love to have Shay Carl on Painkiller already too. So uh, I think we're gonna have some. To make Woody not sound like the only person that tries for guests, <laughs> I have um I have exhibit expressing interest, Sage Francis and Wax. That dude for the exhibit one. What like if we X, had like le- like legit X to the Z? X to the Z, yes, exhibit. I want to I want to do ride. the all night long. I want to broadcast like um you know how you can show like a window inside a window. And like you know, you like you like podcasts, so I put a podcast in your podcast, and we'll have it like doubled up <laughs> like all night long. <laughs> It'll be the exhibit podcast. That'd be freaking awesome. That would be awesome, and also a frequent recurring guest to be Lefty. There you go. Give us your feedback. Let us know. Well, um, we, we forgot about Kyle. We're eventually gonna get Kyle back. Yeah, oh, special guest, Kyle. <laughs> um, I think Kyle's at, uh, at PAX right now. I think he flew over. Like, I bet he's on a plane as we speak. I think that's well, they got air yeah. phones. They got air phones. I want to show this picture off because people haven't seen Slide it. your credit card. Put me up on the camera, Woody. Oh, Working on it. There you go. There we go. That's awesome. That's really cool. That is sweet. Yeah, me, Woody, and Kyle. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that is that all sketched? Is that that is sketched? all drawn with a pencil? That's awesome. Wow. It's, it's not as awesome, but I have stuff to share. Somebody made me shorts, and they say Black Ops on the side, and they say Woody's gamer tag right Those above your neat. unit. Come on, it's cool. These are like that's legit. That's legit too. Somebody sent me bra- personally branded stuff. Damn it! I feel I got nothing. I got I got tums here for my hangover tomorrow from when I drink too much vodka tonight. I got tums. Hold on, they're not personally branded lefty, but that that can be changed real quick. Where's my pen? Dude, let me show you the postcards I get. Ready? This one. This one. This one, 
And then this one. <laughs> and then on the back, it apologizes for the spam because <laughs> he sent me all these things. That's awesome. There's more. Oh, I click on me. Somebody sent me this. Does it look like me? <laughs> I don't know. It's me on the podcast. And well, then, then, yeah, it does kind of look like you a little bit. I can see the resemblance. This one? I don't know. I get, I've get. i got a bunch of these. This somebody, one was from the Olympics. That's kind of cool. Somebody sent me a, a little ninja headband. Oh, dude, look at that. That is awesome. <laughs> Wings, why have you not been wearing that in every single video you've done ever? Seriously. Wings, yeah, Wings. You, you need I, to wear that. That's, don't take that, that off. Don't ever take shower with it. This is my sleep in it. ninja headband for camping in Colorado. <laughs> it's my camping headband. You got your try-hard headband on, for real. It's legit, baby. Yeah, I, got um, I don't have anything nearly as cool as you guys do because I'm small beans. I, got, I seriously got to get around to reading some more fan mail. I really appreciate the fan mail every time I get it. It makes my I, day every Tuesday. It does. Dude, not only does it make my day, Can but you like, guys hear me or no? Yes, but there's... I guess we can hear you. I have this for wings. I've shown it before. Yes. You're good? I'm so good. Big old, huge. big old bullet. Oh, I was about to say, that is the most oh, painful suppository ever. This is for wings. Oh, yeah. Nice. Is this supposed to come with like a plaque? Uh, no, it just has... It comes with um, a velvet case. Oh. Could you fire that if need be? Um, no, sure. Does that have powder? In it? About it. I, I don't think it has a primer charge. There's on no it, primer in it. There's no primer. What did I miss? <laughs> you missed some exciting pop filter talk. Um, we talked about. Um, we also call. talked about XLR connections. Do we? Do you want XLR or eighth inch um, <laughs> or quarter <laughs> inch microphone cables? Yeah. Do you want? Do you want quarter inch cables or do you want an XLR connection? Oh, I ordered a new microphone cable today. I'm actually kind of jazzed about it. We talked about politics too, Blake. That's good. Why is it like the cool thing to bash on Mitt Romney right now? Because he sucks. He's a fucking asshole, and he's a prick, and he's going to put this country in the grave in an early time. He's going to basically make us roam. But so is so is Barack Obama. So don't freak uh, out. Obama Obama didn't fucking catastrophically us in the last four years. I'm looking for a president that knows how to party and is willing to leave. Obama, Obama's willing to dunk on the Secret Service, so he's a little bit cooler than Mitt Romney. Obama dunking on the Secret Service. You never nope. seen that picture? No. Yeah, after they lowered the hoop for him, and he's the <laughs> president of the damn United States, of course you're going to let him through the lane. You're not ste- you're not taking a charge from POTUS. You're not <laughs> stepping in front of them. You're not stepping in front of him. You're not trying to take his charge. I don't think <laughs> you're going to get that call. Can I get a Jaeger bomb? Look at this. Look at Ron Paul. Ron Paul is the man that needs to be president. I don't know how he didn't get the Republican nomination. I talked to Keemstar a year ago, and he assured me that it was a lock, that the race was over, and Donald Trump was going to be our next president. <laughs> <laughs> Did he want to be the first person to drop out? He dropped out before the, before the fucking primary started. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the, richest guy in, the richest guy in America that also declared bankruptcy like six times in his life. Well, that, that just tells me he's good at starting over. Can 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 we talk about this the trials and tribulations of the Bad Kids show? 
Sure. Uh, yeah, actually, we, we were talking about it a little bit in your absence. Uh, I was. And we talked about how y'all going to come to my house, and I'm going to give each one of you a, a chicken to hold while we do the podcast. All right, so here's the situation. So, like, I obviously went over to Buffalo about two weeks ago and did the Bad Kids show live, and I thought it was money. Like, even though, like, podcasts are good, and I think that the podcast that me and Keem do is good, it's a lot better when we're, like, face-to-face. Like, when I can see Wings' face, when I can see Woody's face, it's 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 better. I don't know. It, it just seems better when you can actually, like, see people's eyes. And uh, we just did a, we did really good shows. And, Woody, you actually on the phone, you actually said that you, you enjoyed the show. Yeah, I did. I, it, I enjoyed the show, and I enjoyed the entire Blade transformation in a double homo way. Like, the... the the way that he's sort of getting his life in order. He quit smoking. He's cutting back on drinking, although not at the moment. He's exercising. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's uh, and, and he's moving to Buffalo. He's leaving his sort of home base in Seattle, and he's headed over to Buffalo. And, uh, like, I, I, you know what? Take back home base. He's leaving his comfort zone in Seattle and taking a yeah. chance. And in his commentaries, one of them, he said that um, he's like, you know, there's life. And you can sort of sit on the bench and watch people live their lives and have your opinions and etc. But he's decided to get a game. He's you know taking a chance. And I, I've been on autopilot mode for the longest. You know what I mean? Like it's and so all these things that are happening. Like I want to be healthier. Like I don't want to be like some overweight chubby dude. And oh, um, I feel you, Blade. I made a promise to myself this year that I'm not going to celebrate my 27th birthday overweight. Yeah, and so. I mean, I'm still I'm still overweight by standards, but like I feel a hundred times better. Dude, you know what I'm I mean? I'm looking for 280. If I can get 280 by April next year, that's where I want to be. I'll sit, consider it a success. Yeah, I just want to be. Yeah, exactly. Like it want like all those things as far as like I don't want to call it a rut, but me just being at home playing Call of Duty, uploading a couple videos a week, wasn't what is Wings doing. That right there is where I'm heading at after Painkill already. That's what's up. There it is, baby. <laughs> That's what's up. But I, but so, like, I was doing all these things. Like, I went to the do the dance on. I quit smoking, and I was planning on doing this move to to Buffalo. And then we kind of had a huge road bump with the um, our all Akeem Stars channels got taken down. So I saw a comment on one of your videos. And I guess he made me jump to the conclusion, and I asked you on the phone. I'm like, oh, Keemstar's personal channel's taken down, and Bad Kid's show is taken down. What did he do? So yeah, tell us and, what really happened. And in this situation, it's nothing that Keemstar did. It's nothing that he did. Basically, he did the opposite where he uh, I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he literally, in this situation, it's kind of messed up, but in this situation, he took the high road, and he didn't. Like he's not trying to be that trolling asshole dude. I blocked the guy that he, was he blocked the, the dude that was starting fight like this. No, he name. got even more mad that I blocked him and wouldn't fight with him. So he like made this fact like he he made this fraudulent claim and got all the chances. So yeah, his his happy Keemstar, happy Keemstar, happy grief day, uh, the Team Noble channel that he had, and the Beckett show, the channel that he and I share, um, all of them got taken down. And he, what I did when the fag kids were all on my shit, run and tell. You want to talk about it? About us getting back? Well, I mean, I get, can't, get close to the mic. I can't hear what they're saying. Basically, Scott Kim Martin, um, which 
is our partner in this and our cameraman, and he knows everything there is to know about YouTube. Basically, what he has been doing is just calling the YouTube staff. So they basically said that the channel is going to come back. Um, we just are waiting. You know, it's like literally today, right before Woody called you for to PK is when we got confirmation. But now we're just like in that time period of when YouTube's going to take action. You know, yeah, let me let me say something. You know, so, how fucked up this person. One down, right two now? to go. Who? This situation, guy. That's a fucked up situation, right? Of course. That's the situation you know, fag people tried to put me in two years ago. <laughs> I, I, he can't hear because I have the headphones on. But yeah, yeah like I explained. I, I, okay, I, I explained it to him. I was like, dude, this whole situation about our our channel getting taken down and us being really sad about it. You do see the irony when because that's what Keemstar used to do. Like if people, but here's the thing though: when people started shit with Keemstar, Keemstar would get his army to take channels down, right? Not saying that's right, but that, that's what that's what you used to do, right? I'm not a crook. <laughs> so, so in a situation, I had to tell him. I was like, "Dude, you see the similarities, right? Like, it's it's like the Call of Duty code. Like, it's cool when we do it, but when it happens to us, we're like, what the fuck?'" Well, here's the thing: I would legitimately be in a fight with someone. This dude was like an obviously jealous type who was like trying to get in a fight with me, and I just blocked him. I was like, eh, "I don't got time for this," you know. I call obviously. him Betty. Yeah, obviously. obviously jealous. I know the type. Yeah. It, do, is this a direct result of confrontation with somebody that may or may not share the same initials as obviously jealous whom you referred to? Because I, keep in mind, I'm in the same network, so I have to tread carefully. I have to tread no, carefully if it's... Absolutely. I, I mean, obviously Jesus doesn't have anything to do with it. But like, oh, okay, okay. It has, he has nothing to do with it, but he's just he's comparing... Uh, as far as, like, adversaries go about two people. But the thing with Keem, though, is that he didn't even talk to this dude. He, oh. he, you, weren't, you didn't even talk to the guy. I, he, he, he blocked him on Twitter, but that was it. He wasn't, like, attacking him and doing all this kind of stuff. It still lines up. I, I have never spoken to him. Uh, the, the reply girl, Megan Speaks. Yes. It's this girl and her boyfriend were attacking Syndicate, and then Syndicate oh, 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 didn't oh, oh. give him a reaction, so then they started to attack me, and wait, I was wait, wait, the hold same on, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually... Uh, we're we're trying. We we purposely not give those guys attention. Of course, we we don't. We try not to give them, them attention, which is which is basically some dude uh, got sensitive and took down all of Keem's channels, and they were all under one was unpartnered. One like they're all under different things, so it was like an attack on Keem. And with that, it took down the Backit Show, which is a show that myself and Keem are included in, so that's why the Bad Kids show is gone. And it couldn't have come at a worse time. Because right. this is the plan. <laughs> Keem, so Keem flew him and Scott, our cameraman slash friend, down here to Seattle. We're going to do packs. Our plan was to do the Bad Kids show with actual commentators in real life, do the whole packs thing, and then we're going to pack all my stuff into U-Haul and drive from Seattle to Buffalo. And on the way, stop at Commentator's House, like go through the Chicago, hit up X, hit up Grizz, hit up Optic Midnight, hit up everybody, and do these shows, and then I'm, I'm, I'm in Buffalo. That was the whole plan. Can I ask, do you have your like worldly possessions in a U-Haul as you do this continental tour? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'd love that. You're going to rent like a freaking truck. We're going to run a U-Haul and put everything I have in a U-Haul. You go put and... a Cadillac in a U-Haul too? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna watch McCall. I'm gonna tow the Cadillac. 
So you I talk you, to Wings about that. Talk to Wings about that. Make sure yes. you have his now, and see that's that's messed up because now I'm interested in the whole tow thing. Where before I was like, whatever. <laughs> I was going to tell you, even if you tow it, you're going to be putting miles on it. As long as those wheels are spinning, you need you need to flatbed it if you want to keep the miles down. If I could just, I just want to say one. To thing. flatbed it? Yeah, like put it all off the wheels and have another vehicle transport it on its own power. It's not the same kind of wear, though, right? You know, when it's you not have the same it, kind of wear, but it will destroy. That the doesn't, yeah, that doesn't matter to to somebody you're trying to sell the. Because the miles will still be rolling on the odometer if those back wheels are moving. Even if the car's off. Even if the car's off. Oh well, I'm not selling the car ever. I'm well, I'm, I'm just letting you know in case you you want to have it keep it as a collector's edition because it's a rare car. No, I mean, uh, it, it. I use it as even though I, I work from home, I use it as daily driver. I know it's not going to be a, you know, Keem starts being the car, so the values already went down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> picking up for scrap. <laughs> hey, Blade. Sure. Um, do you still work as a bouncer? I know. No, I one night I had to clean up, uh, throw up, and I was like, I'm done. Hey, Blade. You said you were going to start talking shit to people. Did I you start with me. Sure. <laughs> Yo, no, Blade said he was going to start calling out people. Yeah, call out me, dude. I've, I've been so wanting to do like a friendly war with people. So I've got so many troll ideas. <laughs> Wings, if you, if you were, Wings, if you were to focus to make one home run quality video a day, I think it would be better than putting out five non-home run videos a day. Oh, dude, I haven't even been putting out videos. these videos are home runs. Well, we gotta. Well, that gets into the idea of diminishing returns, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to do. With it. I'm, I'm just trying to have fun with the channel right now. I I understand. I understand. Well, I mean, you're asking for like we look at YouTube a little bit differently. Like we both of us use it to to make money in order to survive. We that's the same. But what I'm saying money is money horse, money horse. God, I hate. Oh you. my God! Yes, yeah. unsub, oh unsub, money whore. Actually, did you get the stuff when we were talking earlier about how I do um, I do uh, trailer breakdowns for like old '80s games? Yes. That's, why that's not successful. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's when Wait, you're calling the PKA helpline. I'm just saying, like I I feel like my best videos are when somebody's talking shit about me, and like if I could continually keep somebody talking shit about me on like the positive level, like we're friends behind scenes, like pro wrestlers. Oh, I, I could like, totally do it. Wings, I'm right here, bro. <laughs> well, I don't know nothing about you. Like a blade, I could like pretend to be only use me blade and put like my you know my hero two like GoPro on like run around with a knife and be like run into the subway and something. And, like, <laughs> blade man, <laughs> every day I wake up and I think, what am I going to make a videos about today? Right? You do I have a topic? Is it inspiring? Does it connect? Is it educational? Whatever oh it is, God. it's going to be. And every day I consider the same idea that I stole from you. Every day, I think to myself, should I do that commentary where I play Minesweeper and pretend it's Slenderman? Like I'm frightened the entire time. <laughs> That's so true, though. That's so true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is there a bomb? Oh, my God. Is there going to be a bomb? This is the bomb. It says three, but there's four buttons. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh, no. It's going to happen. Come on. <laughs> 5,000 favorites if I click on this one. <laughs> 45 seconds flying oh. down the drain. I just, I just don't understand, like, the whole, like, there, okay, there's got to be a process. Like, Woody, before you upload a video, you watch it before you put it out, I'm assuming. I'm just going to go out on a limb, right? Yep. 
okay. Even if it's like a male money, you're still going to watch to make sure there's no audio pops and you didn't say something in the heat of the moment or, or whatever. You're making sure that what you're uploading is good. And it's just like, how do some of these videos make it past? Like, how do people go, that's good, print. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how do people publish some of this shit? Like, how do people honestly, with a straight face, say, okay, this video deserves ads on it. Let's put it up. And like I kind of want to like I kind of want to call people out, but there's nothing to gain from it. Oh, like, there is. I mean, well, I, I mean, I'm gonna call us and I'll talk with Woody about since we're calling out. What about those motherfuckers that play that maze game with the Exorcist face, at and the then very they end? act all scared after they go off the edge? I actually have never seen a video that does that. Although it does Why sound ludicrous. I, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. I mean, it. there's a game. There's a, it's a flash game where you got you take your mouse. Oh, I've played and you it. Go across the maze. And if your mouse goes outside of bounds, the exorcist chick jumps out and screams. And at the very end, outside the bounds or not, she jumps out and screams. Yeah, and like how many – they finally get to the end of the game, and I'm like, how many fucking times did you like fall out I, of that I game? just come to this realization that it's YouTube and people are going to do it how they want to do it or, or whatever the process it, it, is. I, and I'm, me, I'm and me complained about people it. people that watch that. That's exactly, exactly. I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at the commentators. Get your money. But I'm just, I'm mad at like the sheep of people that watch. Be like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a legit react. No, it isn't. How many, times, how many times did it take him to get to the end of that maze on level four? And can I talk about trolling? Times? Can I talk about trolling videos for a second? The trolling videos now suck. By the way, there's there's yeah. not. They're horrible. This guy back here, I don't even like this guy. But he makes <laughs> a fucking. He made some good fucking trolling videos back in the day. And, like, these new trolling videos are just, like, they're horrible. And I don't know. Maybe it's me being a hater. I don't know. Maybe it's because Blake doesn't do... like trolling videos. Unsub Woody. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> the trolling videos now suck. Like, the last great trolling videos were me going in gun game. After that, they just went no, fucking downhill. This is, this is why. Think about it. Everybody, Come on, team. Everybody's, okay. Jagerbomb. The reason why. Uh, Jagerbomb. the fuck out of here. The reason why the trolling videos have went down the tube is I because disagree with this. everybody not down the tube. is They're jumping in on the bandwagon. It's kind of like commentating, right? There was a great commentator, Hutch, and then everybody jumped in, flooded the market, and it's not what it used to be. I'm better than Hutch, calling it right now. <laughs> calling it. I wish Hutch I is licking my jockstrap right now, seriously. <laughs> okay, Unsub Woody, I heard it. Hey, don't you guys think that Hutch coming back was kind of an unclimactic comeback? It was a oh. foregone conclusion he was coming Where's back. Me? You owe me and Wings money. I know I owe you and Wings money, yes. Hey, let me clear it. Blake doesn't owe me money. I backed out of it. Okay. Wings, Wings backed out. But I do, I do owe Keem I mean, because I go, because I, was, I'm not going to bet money on bet. it. That was a legit bet. The bet we did on the Bad Kids show was saying that I didn't think that uh, we that not Wings. I'm sorry. I didn't think that Hutch was going to come back, and he was like, "No, he's coming back." Like it's it's. I a mean, think about it, Blade. The man had, the man had a big salary job at Machinima, and then he leaves that to wait tables. How many how many months can you wait tables before you realize that you can go back and make you know four times your salary doing YouTube? I don't know. I'm not in Hutch's position. I can't call that. I mean, just and that's, you, put yourself in that position. All right, let's say let's I can't because I, I can't I can't think right. of what I, I like if let's say you if had you to put me in hut right now and you had to go wait tables okay. for like two dollars and thirty five cent an hour and whatever tips you get. How long would it take you to route YouTube? Lefty, what are you doing? I'm just I'm mocking you. It looked like you were trying to blow dry your nails after painting them, after polishing them. You looked at your hand and you were just. 
I, again, it, it's, I it, it's, it's, it's an endless circle. Like we, we talk about how like, like my my values for YouTube is different than Wings's values, different than Woody's values. It's YouTube. It's an expression of yourself. Now I might voice my opinion on what I think is like how I wouldn't do it that way, but there's certain things that I do that other YouTubers wouldn't do my way. So it's like I have to realize that's an individual. It's an individualistic thing, but. Anybody that, that is in a position to do this, like, as a full-time job, this is ten times better than, going, than, than, than going to work. I have so much respect for you. But it just stopped right there. He has oh, so much no. respect for you. I wonder who Keith has respect for nobody, so that, that had to be a lie. So. <laughs> who was he respecting right there? Was he respecting Wings or somebody like who one knows? of us? Who knows? The answer will never be given. I don't know. Yeah, what's but I mean, has anybody? I, I mean, I have to ask you guys because I'm not big enough to be, you know, a, a big fish. To satisfy a woman. He <laughs> <laughs> got you there, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you didn't sit down during the break. You have a date last night. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, okay, that you got me back for for calling you, I'm blowing your fingernails. All right, it was my palm. It's like I know, no, I no, I broke my I've I've broken my wrist before. I know this cast is like wearing a winter coat on my forearm. I'm surprised it's been on that long. I'm surprised it's been on that long. It comes off soon. Carry on. (laughs) But uh, has has have either of you Wings or Woody have you ever considered at any time, even just in the heat of the moment? Wanting to take a break, just yes. like ah, uh, it's, uh, it's it so right, right. Yeah, it's got. I've actually thought point. about quitting until Black Ops Two came out. But you know you can't do that, Wings. I know I can. I'd lose all my curb appeal. Like I'd be. You forgot. take a if you take if you take a week off in this business, you've knocked off twenty five percent of your viewership, or something somewhere yeah. around there. It's, it's huge. It's mixed though, views. right? Like if you take a week off, that's true. But you know, like Hutch, for example. I, I, I'm not, I don't mean to be throwing stones Hutch, at him, right? Hutch is a special. When Hutch, is Hutch a special left, kid. when Hutch left, he it wasn't pure love and, and happiness, right? When Hutch left, people were making fun of his appearance. They never quite liked the lip ring. They didn't like I don't know the hair, the jacket he wore. He had Some a lip ring. Fussed, yeah, he did at one point. Some people fussed about his facial hair. Some people fussed about um, his height or that he was like people were just hating, right? Not all of it, right? Hutch was beloved. But he had his negative stuff. And then he took time off and came back, and now it's 100% positive. So I wonder, like, what that scenario would that scenario play out for other people? I think, like, if Cenators were to do it hypothetically, I think the same thing would happen. He'd come back to pure love. Mm-hmm. Um, x took some time off and did not come back to pure love, right? The knock on, like, they say, x oh, my gosh, you're lazy and you're evil. They say, Hutch, oh, my God, thank goodness you returned. I don't but- know... Hutch like, did it under the guise of mental issues, mental hardship. Yes. Hutch did Fair it under enough. the guise of, you know, this is getting hard for me mentally and emotionally, and I think that's harder to hate. Even if you're, even if hating is your job, you know, hate, 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 hate. When when somebody says, look, especially Hutch, because he's revered by a, a huge, a, a much larger percentage of the community than any other given commentator at the top, it's it's harder to look at that and be like, no, I'm still gonna hate you. When he makes his passionate case for like, look, guys, I was really screwed up, and it was a hard time for me, and you know, dealing with things in my own head. It's harder to look at that and say, 
you know, oh, well, no, 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 you just did it because you're a tall-ass facial having facial hair having bastard. I'm going to look at this in a different respect. I'm going to give this a wingism. Are you ready? I can't wait. You can't wait. Did you just I name wait. your your little nuggets of wisdom? You just called a wingism. Yeah, <laughs> I it, love it. I call it wingism when I when I take something and refer it to something else that's really like um, let's put let's put this myth. Or you can call it a metaphor. It, yeah. No, no, it's a wingism. Look no, at it's this. a wingism. I've got wings right, hard scoped on my Google Hangouts. You will watch nobody but wings as he lays upon us his nugget of wingism. Let's hear it. This is going to be a rock one, too. This is going to be a Woody Hate one. All right? Would you, if Hutch was the same as a rapist, if he raped people all damn day instead of did YouTube videos, and then he took a break from rape and came back to it and said, oh, I'm really, I'm really fucked up. I was a hard time raping people. It was really affecting me. I had to stop. Would it be the same thing? I'm assuming you mean only in the reverse, right? Would it be the same only in the negative? Like, oh, my God, we got that reprieve from Hutch's constant raping, but now that he's back, it's awful. You're asking us if if Hutch were to rape a lot and then he stops raping. I think I missed Let me Let me go ahead and do it again. Make it sound reasonable. If the rapist (laughs) asks for your sympathy, even though he says he turns face, would you give it to him? No, because he's a fucking rapist. No, that's what Jerry Sandusky did. I'll, oh, give, you, that, I'll give you a good example. Have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? Yeah. Okay. During the movie Groundhog Day, he spent a good year in Groundhog Days. 30 trying years. to. It, it, there's debates, but basically... He, okay, I'm talking about for this segment. He wanted to bang this broad, right? Mm-hmm. And the entire time he wanted to bang this broad, not at one point he's like, she's not going to remember tomorrow. I should rape her. Never. It didn't happen. I thought about the same shit. I mean, like, why didn't he just rape the bitch? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not in, like, that's not even, like, a question. You know what I mean? Like, it's I not mean, like someone goes, he's not hey. The next day. What, what, what's wrong with Woody? I, I can't believe you guys are advocating rape. I'm not what? advocating rape. What I'm saying is I'm using it as an example. Yeah, Groundhog that... Day. But you ever seen Groundhog Day, Woody? Many times. All right. He he's, he's lives the same day over and over again, and he's, like, trying his ass off to get this girl in bed with him. When nothing matters, why didn't he just rape her? Like, why didn't he go on a mass killing spree and shit like that? He's willing to steal from the bank. He's willing to kill himself 14, 15 times. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that like that idea of rape is so out of the ordinary, even under those, under those circumstances, that didn't even cross his mind. That's what I'm saying. Like, rape is such, like, a foreign idea that any saying, any, any person any person bring it up. Like like okay Keem, I'm not even gonna use Kim as an example. I'm saying like let's say Bobby. Okay. Bobby's like, hey bro, let's go get some drinks to rape some broads. I'll be like, no. We don't do that. That's not what we do. You're, you're, no matter no matter missing, the circumstances. You're, missing you're not gonna cut you're not gonna come up with a situation where rape's okay. It's not gonna fucking happen. You're, you're missing the point. Give the point. me I will give you a hundred dollars if you come up with a situation where rape is an okay thing. Geico caveman. Give me the hundred. Give me the hundred. Give me the money. Give me the money. Look look here. You want rape as an okay thing? No, I don't want that. Sandusky in an eight by eight cell. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait. Yeah. I don't know. I think you might have got you there. That's not like, it's still not cool. Like, what do you think? No, it's cool. It's extra cool. It's awesome. As a matter of fact, I hope you're well endowed. (laughs) But look. It, the rape was rape was just the topic I think. It's not it's not it could be anything, you know, you know, child molester, you know, shoot us, murder, whatever. The fact is, 
you're not going to like that person that raped those people because you know he was a rapist. Hutch is not a person that's changed. He is just revitalized. He's going to revert back to the same person because YouTube, as you know, does not change. And your point is? That's the point. Oh, okay. I'm better now. That, like, that's, I I, that's, that's, what, that's the references I was using. So, wait. Can we, like, sum up the wingism? Or, yeah. Sum, sum up the wing. The, what, what started on this was Hutch got a standing applause because he took a break, and Lefty was talking about how, you know, I was feeling bad, I was sad, I was depressed, I was in this bad world, blah, 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 blah. And this got people to give him sympathy. Geico caveman. Right? Everyone's <laughs> tweeting me, Geico caveman. But the fact is, I don't see him changing as a person as a whole. The, sa- the core person is still there. That's just like saying a rapist quit raping people, and now you should feel sorry for him. That's where you lose me. Yeah, no, you see, I don't, yeah, that's where you lose me too. Like, if you had done something, like, comparing, Hush didn't do anything evil. Yeah. See, we'd have to open a whole nother can of worms. I think I may know what wings. We'd have to open up, like, years of, like, people, of, like, you know, some of the bigger dogs pointing their nose down at the little dogs. You know, questioning every attribute they've ever done and then turn around and flipping it on them, and now they're doing the same attributes. I think I may know what Wings is getting at, and that he's saying or trying to imply. Well, I'm that... trying to imply because if I say it, people will hate me. <laughs> but here's the thing I have to say regarding Hutch, and that if we can, if we assume that what he says about um, clinical depression, excuse me, and all those things, if we can assume that those things are true, I think we can. It's it's hard to get through that stuff. I can tell you from a personal experience, I remember my first appearance here on PKA. I talked about my... Um, I'm sorry. Keemstar just geeked out in the background. It was funny. Uh, I can tell you that... No, I just find the humor in you trying to open up and really let us into the soul of you and Keemstar's back here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... It's a it, wings. It's a it's a difficult road to get past because, as much as you might want to think, and as much as people want to think, say it's like, oh well, it's just as simple as thinking happy thoughts or doing something like that. It's not because me, no matter let, what let, you let, 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 do, you right it's there. hard. Let me stop you. Right stop having feelings. You are talking to me like a four hundred and sixty-five pound man at one point has never been depressed. Oh, Wings, I, I think that he's talking to the show. He's talking to everybody. He's not like... No, 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 I, I'm not trying I'm to... Having, yeah, you're so, I'm having you're the, so vain, Wings. <laughs> let me tell you about depression. Let me tell you about depression. Wings, you got a six-pack. You're you're over there. You're getting bitches. No, no, right. no. You're trying fuck to be that like, shit. Fuck that shit. I get way more depressed than you do. I don't, <laughs> don't talk to me about depression. Here, oh, wait, how many guys try to kill yourself, huh? Gommel, bitch. Gommel. Depression is all in your mind. If you can't defeat yourself... And overcome that shit, you're a weak person inside. I was 465 pounds. There's been my back kills me, but I walk every day. I'm blinking all quiet, the time. It's all about overcoming shit. It, and depression is just something you overcome. You don't let that Thank shit you. get you down. All right, so what? Jordy's a 400 pound fat guy. I'm also very nice. I'm very helpful. And you know what? I'm a people person at most of the time. 
There's other things about me. You got to look at the positives in your life and quit fucking crying over the negatives. Depression yeah. is full of shit. It's not a disability. It's a mental handicap. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing for depression being labeled as a disability or anything like that. But what I'm saying is depression should be a tax write-off. <laughs> like honestly, that's exactly that's, that's what like I'm saying. Fat, that's like I should... fat motherfuckers trying to get right off for obesity. Obesity is not a disability either. Obesity is a life choice. But here's the thing, Winks. There are times, and to be fair, we don't exactly know what Hutch went through to cause his depression. Because from my perspective, there's little I could do to prevent my own depression. Because my depression was born of post-traumatic stress disorder. Which was, it's like soldiers coming back from combat. It's like soldiers coming back from combat that experienced depression because a mine went off four feet from their face and they somehow survived but all their buddies got killed. It's a very traumatic... The, the brain, this is all I'm saying and I don't mean, I don't mean to... Yeah, yeah, I, like you, I like you using this. Like my brother had a grenade blow up in his platoon. Uh, no, no, no. But how, how, how depressed we are or how bad we feel is a mental should, barrier. No, but it, should, it, should have, it shouldn't be a thing that we compare it to. Like, I, like, like if I record something in standard definition I want it in high definition, I'm bummed the fuck out. But I do know that there's other people that have way worse than I do. I get it. Here's the thing about your standard high death. You're still striving for that high death. You're going. You're not getting it today, but you're going to go for it. You're going to push through that barrier. When you're losing weight and you're a big guy and you see these programs, you've got these big guys trying to lose weight and they're, they're, they want to quit. They want to shut down. They're like, no, I don't want to do this. They push through that barrier. they got to push through that threshold, and that's what that trainer's telling them to do. Break yourself. And the depression is the same fucking thing. You're not physically tired, but you're mentally tired. Break the fucking depression barrier. The, the trick I'm down with, with this. Let, let me jump in for just a second here. Um, when you're well, depressed... you think this is your show, Woody? <laughs> <laughs> so for those who haven't watched all my videos, I also have experience with this. And when you're depressed, it's almost when you're least equipped to deal with depression, right? Wing says, you know what you need to do? Just freaking... Pull your pants up, put your belt on, and make a move. Like, make it happen. Get yourself out of depression. But when you're depressed, you, you can hardly motivate yourself to get off the couch. You're sleeping in the afternoon. You're, And oftentimes, people are depressed without good reason, right? Like, you know, Wings says, oh, I got depressed, and I was you know, overweight, and the world was pouring down on me. Lefty got depressed because he had a survivor's guilt. But there are other people with depression that is just as severe and who don't really, like, you know, people write me on Mail Monday all the time and they say, look, I have loving parents who are still married. I'm doing okay in school, although my grades are dropping. I don't have any good excuse for this depression, but I cannot get out of its grip. And it's a challenge. I wish I knew the formula for getting out of its grip. I watched a Hutch video recently, and he was like, I don't know the formula for how I got out. I can tell you some things that would have made it harder if I was on Facebook. Get rid of social media. First of all, those guys look... Those lives you're looking at look brilliant, and they're only showing you the good parts. I recently did, did disabled my Facebook. Interesting. So, actually, I meant genuinely interesting, not shut up interesting. Okay. I know. I know. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know I, got, I got that. I got that. This okay. is my goddamn show. You be quiet. While I talk. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so for Hutch, he found that observing other people showing the best parts and the exciting parts of their lives was something that held him back. And the negative feedback that he would get on you know, like maybe somebody says, Hutch, you're too tall. I picked that because it's not really good insult. But, you know, someone might say, Hutch, you're too tall. And, you know, that could bring him down. Um, that's one thing. For me, personally, one, one 
I don't really talk about this so much. One of the reasons I moved to North Carolina is that it's sunny all winter. It is. It's sunny, like, even in, I don't know, February. In in New Jersey in February, it's gray in the sky almost every day. And somehow, my happiness, like, I just need my solar batteries to be recharged all year. And down here, I get that. So that's a big deal for me. There's no more Jaeger. I'm finished. Woody, that's a, that's a, that's a documented issue, is it not? It is, the, yeah. The, the not lack of, that way. Hey, hold up, guys. You see Blade's face? When Keemstar said there was no more Jaeger? That was <laughs> no, I missed it. <laughs> no, but here, here's the thing, Wings. I, 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 that's depression right there. <laughs> Wings, I don't... I, was I don't wish... Depression, and then... Uh, He's like, dude, didn't see Keemstar. My name is Lefty. That's depression. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, I don't wish to categorically deny what you're implying and that some people use depression as a crutch to get by facing real issues. There's no doubt in my mind that that happens. And that happens quite a bit more than some people might want to admit. However, from somebody that has experienced clinical depression, it's... Here's what I have to... The brain is a complicated thing. It's a very, very, very complicated organism. The the very fact that we, because of an organ, can have sentient thought, and thus we can be depressed by our own sentient thought, is is completely mind-boggling, and we still don't understand it. So I, all, I, all I would say is that the brain is very, very complicated, and just because there are some people that use depression as a... As a Crutch, which I do not deny, doesn't mean that everybody that says they suffer from depression does the exact same thing. There are very, very real and legitimate forms. I don't think that it's a coincidence that we were talking about microphones at the beginning of this podcast, and now we're talking about <laughs> depression. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think this is pretty good. Um, but here's what I want to do. I want to do a roundtable on how you break out of depression, and I'll start with wings. you start with me? Mm-hmm. I was there. I was there trying to think of my dog argument. But, uh, the way I get out of depression is I get out this fucking room. The only time I ever get depressed is when I'm stuck in this fucking twelve by ten death chamber. It's like a big old coffin. That's what it's like. That door just shuts, and I'm here, and it feels like my life is shut off. And when I get really depressed, I go out that rectangle right there. And that rectangle puts me back into a life like, oh, I do have people that love me. I have people that look drink, out for no, me. I have people that yeah, drink, care about me. I don't drink beer. I go, I go visit my mother. I go do things like that. I get myself out of the situation that I'm in that got me depressed. Is that rectangle your truck? Is that what you're saying? No, that rectangle is the door. I used to be there. I knocked it down a couple times. But, um, it, like, I, there's times where I feel like this, this, this office is a problem. I'm pretty sure you felt like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Blake, can you cut the background noise? Um, I, I, I hear you on that two wings. Um, like, people write me a lot and ask me how to beat depression, and it's so tricky to me because, like, I don't think, like, what works for me, getting outside, seeing sun, uh, re- lighting up relationships with real-life people again, like, that, that's how I got out of depression, but I'm not sure it works for everyone. Like, the last bout of big depression that I had was where I used to work at. I remember going on a week vacation. I had like a seven-day vacation because it ended up like falling on some weekends and stuff. And I went back, and I was so depressed. I was heavy-hearted. I actually felt like there was a weight on my heart. Like my chest just felt like somebody was sitting on it. I did not want to be there. And that's the date that I knew I had to have an exit plan. 
right, so that's I'm a good not one. Finishing this point. I, I will add to it that um, there were days where I felt there were days where I felt the same way about my cube, where I felt like you know, um, <laughs> when I parked at work, uh, I would park in the parking lot and then the walk in to work past the dumpsters towards this like four story tall concrete and glass building. It was just like I voluntarily put myself in prison every day. And then I'd spend my time in my cube, my little cell, and Cisco was good to me, right? I got promotions and raises faster than my peers did. My boss loved me. I would almost have my pick of the litter in projects to work on. You know, things were good, but I somehow didn't find joy in it anymore. It's a place where happiness goes to die. Yeah, yeah. So, so Lefty, apparently you felt depression. How do you beat it? Uh, for me, for me, it's a little bit tougher um, because my depression was born of a, a traumatic event, um, which was me uh, sleepwalking and jumping out of a third-story building. Uh, you know, and this is the tough part because I don't know how to open to be in front of a in front of a wide audience that apparently primarily hates me. It's just you and me, baby. That's it. There's nobody watching. Just man to man here. Don't worry. If you want, if you want to take your clothes off and talk about it, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sure that's what Jerry Sandusky said in the last building. Never down too. with the gay stuff. <laughs> Just want to make him feel more comfortable. That's all. But open up. Keep lefty it was. Out of the chat. Uh, lefty story, please. Oh, well, it was. It's a long story, but long story short, I I was. I have a. I had a problem with sleepwalking when I was a, when I was younger, and that eventually manifested when I was 19 years old. And in my fraternity house at college, I in my sleep jumped out of a third story window, and that was very very traumatic. A lot of traumatic injuries, etc. I talked about it on PK before. I'm sure you can go back and listen to past PKs. I forget what number it was. I Sixty think it was, something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on with Aviator. I know that it was me and Aviator, and we talked about it then. But um. Long story short, the resultant, you know, I woke up in a hospital two and a half days later after being taken off life support. And it was, in terms of getting over the depression, it was it was sort of like a mixed bag. It was a lot of change what you do, change your environment and what you do. Like you said, Woody, in terms of your walk, you felt like you were walking into a concrete and glass coffin every day. And it was sort of also it was that, but it was also kind of just like realizing that because of, unlike most people, I had to face death, and I think that's what drove a lot of it was facing my mortality, and I think that's what a lot of people because I don't think now I'm going to have a midlife crisis. If I have enough money, I'm not going to go buy a Mercedes when I'm forty because I've already had it. You know, I've already had that crisis. So I think it's a lot of facing your mortality and facing that that like breaking that mold, so to speak. Hey, just in case it makes you feel better, the couple comments recently, Lefty is awesome. Lefty heart. Everyone sub to Lefty. Woody, show me your tits. So I got a story I want to tell. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> Woody, let's see him put him out on the table, bro. It's not happening. Hey, Damn I got, it. I got a story I want to tell since we're pretty far into this. My mother's never going to get this far on painkiller already. Nice. All right. I'm going to tell you the real reason I knocked my door down. Not the one where I ran through it on Painkiller Ray, but actually where I kicked it off the hinges. We're talking about depression. My brother, he is an, he is an Iraqi war vet, and he, uh, he came home with a Purple Heart and all that stuff. But once he come home, he can't get a job. And it seems like every time everything he does fucks himself up even more and farther. I've had to pay for two tickets 
for traffic violations for him since he's came home. And he sees me, and I'm made of success, and he went he went into the Army to try to make himself a success, but he came out in the same boat he's in, you know, living at home with his mother at 24, and, you know, has no money, he's on unemployment, has no future, can't get a job, his friends are always dogging him when he ain't got money, and he really feels like he's a loser. Well, to help my brother through depression, well, to kind of help hinder depression, my brother ended up kicking a door off the hinges at my mama's house, and she told me about it. So I kicked the door off my house to help, so it helped relate him like it's something people do when they're mad at times. Did it work? It did help him a little bit, and I ended up taking him to a Pelicans game. What's that? It's a it's a minor league baseball team for the Atlanta Braves. Wings as. Uh, if I can just offer a bit of advice, because I, I mean, I don't mean to, I don't mean to try to say that I know what your brother went through in combat, because I don't. I have no idea. Well, he's a medic, so he probably seen some fucked up shit. Right, and I, I, I don't mean to try to belittle what he has experienced, and I don't mean to try to act like I know what I'm talking about, but. From talking to you, and, and I remember you saying multiple times, like, yeah, I'm not going to be around tomorrow. I'm going to be going hanging out with my brother because I know he's back. Keep doing that. Don't falter in that. Keep keep letting your brother know from somebody that has had clinical depression from post-traumatic stress. Again, I don't know that it's the same kind. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. But just letting him know that there are people there that will care oh, for I, him I, I and love him. Don't, like, don't ever, no matter what you do, let that falter. Don't I, do I, that. And, can I give a real world opinion on this from somebody who, like, I'm actually diagnosed with depression, okay? Like, I'm... You are. Here I thought you were the one guy who couldn't participate in the conversation. <laughs> Honestly. No, I, no, I thought I, Blade's over there just freaking happy as skipping through No, I'm, a, I'm, actually, I'm actually diagnosed with depression. Like, I, you know, like, a million things have happened to me, whatever, but you kind of reach this point, it's just like, you kind of have to ask yourself, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? Like, why? Why is like no matter? Here's the thing: no matter how happy or sad you are, you're gonna get bored with whatever your situation is. So like, there could be times where I could be fucking down or, or whatever, and I do get fucking depressed. Like, there's some things in my life that I'm not fucking happy about, and it kind of bums me out. But at the same time, it's just like if it was a problem that other people cared about, it'd be a solved problem. So like, I understand what people that have gone through traumatic experiences are going through. That is one type of depression. But if you're just down, it's not depression. You're just fucking down. So, like, no matter what's going on, ask yourself, who the fuck cares? Who cares? And I think that's a... That's <laughs> who the fuck a, cares? Like, I think that's the worst advice ever. How is that bad advice? So that's the fucking best advice you can no, ever no, no. get. That is, a, that is a very legitimate argument. That is a very, very legitimate argument. Because, like I said earlier, there are a lot of people that use depression as a crutch. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not saying I don't get depressed. I get depressed all the fucking time. And but, I... Go ahead. Sorry. The, sorry the, for no, no, no. It's fine. The important thing to understand is that there's there are forms of depression that are very, very let's let's say legitimate. Okay, for sure. lack of a better term, let's say legitimate. Okay. But there are also forms of depression that are kind of like you know, it's like okay, you feel bad in the morning because you got to wake up early and go to your job. It's like, is that depression? Like maybe, kind of, sort of. I personally think that every and everyone, no matter what their 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 programming is, i.e., their day to day routine, right? Like, let's say your day to day routine is you wake up and you go to work for eight hours for a boss that you don't like, and you come home to a family life that you're not digging, okay? You may feel very bummed out. That's not depression. That's fucking life, okay? 
change it. There's things that you can change. Now, there's certain things that you can't change. What you're talking about, Lefty, with post-traumatic stress syndrome, you can't really change that. I'm, there's just nothing you can but do. I, now, you, can, you can make strides to get past that, right? In, in my world, let me let me jump in. I know he just talked to you, Lefty. But it like though the reason I was like, hey, no, nobody cares about you is bad advice because to me that was like almost the opposite of what I needed. I needed to know that people did care about me. I needed to know that there was a support system around me. That's why, what it helped I, me. But, but do Woody, 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 why why is a group of people saying, oh, Woody, we care about you? How does that affect you? It does. It, it being cared about is what makes me happy is what makes so me if you if you had the epitome of health and you're on I know this is a far outreach thing if you have the epitome of health and you're on some kind of island and there's no one around you to say hey you're gonna live uh, how, what's your feeling are you depressed are you depressed on that island I'd be pretty fucking depressed. yeah I don't think I would like that I, I don't think I'm built to be uh, all alone like that that was I, by the way that was a horrible analogy and I apologize it sounded smart when I was about to say it but it, it didn't come out right <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so, like, to me, this, like, happiness, this support system, this, you know, uh, fact that the having a good relationship, like with me, my wife and family and stuff like that, mm-hmm. is a part of my sense of self-worth. So right. the notion that, like, you know, nobody cares about you is a way to beat depression doesn't fit me. But here's that's the thing. More, I- that's more the realist part. That's more the realist part, though, like... Like, it, it's, it's all good in, like, preschool and, and, and middle school. Like, oh, if you're feeling down, give you a star. But I'm saying, like, in the real world, most people don't give a shit. And so I don't, want, I don't want to sell this idea that people really care. Now, your family members and your close friends do. Let me ask you something, Like, Sure, what's up? Okay. Let's say you're at the gas station filling your car up, and somebody goes, man, is that a Instantly wood? depressed. Instantly depressed. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Listen to me. Hear me out. Hear me out. And he goes, and goes man, is that the Fleetwood? Mm-hmm. You go, yeah, man, those are sweet. And then he goes gets a drink. Does that not I, make you feel good? That makes me feel amazing, yes. yes. That's the equivalent of a gold star. Ooh. Uh, point for Woody. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, wings. wings, wings, wings. Point for wings. <laughs> One point to Gryffindorf over there. B- B- B-A-L-O-N. There That's the why I give compliments in real life. Like, you go, oh, man, that's the Hemi, man. Those things are bad, dude. Fuck you, Weeks. Way to destroy my whole argument. That's great. (laughs) Because I know how crappy people's lives can be. The last thing you want to hear from me is like, oh, man, Hemi shit. That's just Weeks. I'll get out of here. Dude, I kind of went through that. Like when I was at the dance on competition and I was asking the the dancer, I was like, so do you, you know, as a drinker, I'm like, do you have, you know, she's in incredible physical shape. So I'm like, do you ever like go out and like have some drinks with your girlfriends? And she's like, no, we don't really need that. We're all happy all the time. I'm like, do you ever get depressed? Like, I, I always want to be like, get depressed, bitch. Like, just knock it off. Like, what you want, what you want from her is you want to be able to relate to her. Like, yeah, she's this happy, shiny person, but there's yeah. got to be a deep skeleton in that closet. Yeah. You know yeah. what? My dance. So my dancer was um, Carrington Payne, and I kept wanting to hear that she was in some sort of, like, Hollywood party scene. Like, I kept wondering, right? Yeah. Like, she dated, uh, I don't even know the guy's name, Troy Lautner, maybe? The werewolf from uh, Twilight? Yeah, 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 Lautner. Lautner, okay. And um, she's not dating him anymore. But anyway, it, and it was just like, she's in the in crowd, right? She's, you know, like, it, she's beautiful, she's in Hollywood, she's a dancer, she does her thing. I wanted to hear about how she, like, freaking blows rock at the VIP section or something. <laughs> 
Not the case. Not the case. She's actually, I think, a quote-unquote good girl. I hate that. Like, I keep on thinking, like, you know, you're going to default or you're going to, like, be normal. She's probably suffering from, like, severe depression, and she's hiding it. There's nobody but, I've ever but that, met. But that, that's us. That's us being depressed people going that that we want, like, Misery Loves Company. We yeah, want Misery people does love company. But the fact that we, is, want, we want people to be depressed with us, though. What is I've that? I've never met a person that was a happy, shiny person all the way through and through. And if you did, they Same were on Flanders. cocaine. Say maybe Flanders, but he's a cartoon character. Well, how to duty, folks. <laughs> like, like, for example, my Uncle Jerry. My Uncle Jerry is a devout Christian man. He owns his own business. He has his own horse ranch and stables. He goes to church every Sunday and Wednesday night. He has done nothing wrong in the last 35 years. But before okay. he did all that, he smoked marijuana and he was a wife beater. That that took a turn I didn't expect. Yeah, I was... when he found Jesus, he kind of he, he seen the error in his ways and that kind of thing, and he it turned his life around. But but people, here's the other the the flip side to the coin that we've been talking about. There are a lot of people that use anything they can find as crutches and rationalizations for their actions, whether it be an addiction to something like a drug or a cocaine or uh, a lack of Jesus, or a lack of Buddha, a lack of Allah, whatever it be. There are, sad as it may be, people that just try to capitalize to, ex- to explain their own discrepancies on things that are, that are legitimately, you know, bad or... or I'm not bad. a fan, I'm not, here's the thing, I'm not a fan of religion, but if religion, if someone finds religion means that they live a better life and they don't beat women, and they did before. I may not agree with the religion, but it's a fucking positive thing that they're not beating women anymore. That is, that is very good. Yes, yes. Religion yes. is a tool. That's what it is. Just like it's a tool to win votes. It's a tool to do everything else. If this is the tool or the story that you need to make yourself a better person, go for it. I'm all, I'm all for it. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you know what we call that? You know what we call what Wings just did in the business? We call that full circle. In a broadcast. We call that full circle because we let off PKA with Wings talking about the Mormons coming to his house, and now he just brought it up again. We started talking about microphones, and then we talked about how Jesus <laughs> spoke to us. I mean, Jesus full might circle. not work for me, but it might work for somebody else. I mean, like... I saw what Wings did. First we talk about microphones, and then we talk about how Jesus spoke to us. Next we'll Woody. talk about speakers. Woody, Woody, has this been the deepest... PKA ever has this been pretty deep in your experience? Has has it been pretty deep? Right. It's not the only one ever that's gone deep, but man, it's been oh, so no. long since well, we've had one like this. Right here. That means it's going to be the worst ever. No. Yeah. Here's something I always wanted to know: American Pickers. Anybody here watch it? I've seen it. American. What yeah. you say? What you say? Pickers. American oh. Fakers. You mean? Oh, okay. I thought okay. you said American else. Pickers. All right. Has anybody else thought about? They'd want to fucking rob them, motherfuckers. They had to have like ten grand on them driving around in that van. You want to rob them? Why not? They gotta have ten grand on them riding around in a van by themselves. Because they, they got a camera crew following in two separate vans behind them. Yeah. Are, are we gonna rape in this scenario as well? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> we don't rape there. Thought about that. <laughs> let's talk. Let's rape the, the bearded... van. He's like, I got seven thousand dollars, hundred dollar bills. But it, they have a film crew. I understand that, but they, they have a film crew. Also, that show is kind of fake. It is fake, because Danielle doesn't even work for him. She's actually a friend. 
But oh, the shit, is, uh, the tattooed broad? Yeah, the tattooed broad. But, like, a lot of the shows are fake, like Storage Wars and all. But, like, I was serious thinking like that. Man, these bitches are running around with ten grand in their van. Like, who would do that shit? I'd have to go to the bank and get the money if I get a big purchase like that. I, would yeah, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't roll around with ten grand in a van. I'd roll around in a nice car with three grand in the trunk. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have a van, you know? Well, you need a van if you're going to be buying old shit that might be big. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Wow, we just... I gotta say two points for uh, Gryffindorf over there so far. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been except, exceptionally existential today. It's been yeah. amazing. He's. I think it's the headband. Personally, if I had to. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! Just, just, just suck in. Have you noticed how much better Pink Killer Idiot got the moment Wings put on the headband? Like this show was about microphones and politics. Wings puts on the headband, and then bam! Best PK ever. He's fucking on fire. You say you say it had nothing to do with Blade finally being able to get his computer back on. I I, I think it had to do with like a twelve-year-old kid that had a hard on watching you, you know, reboot your shit. <laughs> I, I don't Blade, know. I, I want to say it had everything to do with you getting back on. And also, it had finally it had, the voice of reason. Thank it you. also, it also had everything to do with wings putting on the headband. Figure that shit what, out. What, what is out. that head? What is the headband? Wings? It's a, it's yeah, what am I seeing? One of my subscribers sent me is for is, um, it's for like, stealthy ninja camp. Is it a ninja doing this? Yeah, it's a ninja. <laughs> It's a ninja doing the ducky. That's what yeah. that is. Can we all do the ninja pose at the same time on three? The, nin- One, the ninja ducky. One, two, three, ninja. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Screen cap, meme, done. Yeah. Uh, should we rap PKA right here? The ninja band of camping. It's your show. Let's do it. This is good. You guys are all invited on on Backhead Show if you want. Yeah, you open open invitation. Thanks, sure. man. So, oh, do you, uh, what's the ETA in your channel coming back up, Blade? Um, we went through the whole process and it should be back up. We got contact from YouTube and we're gonna get the channel back up. And the guy that took our channel down, his channel's gone. So, sweet justice. Yes, like start false flagging your shit. Yep, and all Keemstar's channels are gone, but we're getting the Backhead Show back. And I'm moving to Buffalo, and I'm gonna win dance on. I okay. award one point to Slytherin over there and a second when you dance on. <laughs> All right, that was Painkiller already 105. I hope you guys liked it. I thought it ended super strong. So uh, thanks for coming on, everybody. Thank you for having me. Peace.